I like to clear out my my pipes. Ah. <laughs> me 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 me. And then I get ready for my big debut. Oh. La la la. Actually, what uh, was my song back in high school? M- Mrs. Uh, Morton, uh, they'll need you on stage in, in five minutes. Ave Maria. That was one of my songs. <laughs> oh, I don't even know, like, I don't even remember the... You know what my introduction to the theater was? What? Um, it was The Muppet Show. What a great show. You got to that see... That was, was your introduction to the theater? <laughs> yeah, as a kid. You got to see behind, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I could see that as a kid. It was a little hot in my ears. Sorry. No, it's okay. I have a booming voice. What happened in the IT crowd? Uh, oh, welcome to Opinions That Don't Matter. Hello. Hello. Howdy-do. We didn't notice you there. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Katie. I'm Sean. And he already said what this is, so welcome back. Ah. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Awesome. I like that. Yeah, it's fun. Okay, so anyways... Uh, the IT crowd. We're watching reruns already, you guys. We love it so much. Even better the second time around, I think. It is because you already know a little bit about what's going to happen, so you get to kind of enjoy it a little bit more. Does that yeah. make sense? You get to notice other things, too. Oh, the what did we forget? Where he has the hot ear. So he carries yes. around a little spray bottle Moss. for his... It's an IT guy. If you haven't seen the show, it's a couple of guys that work in IT and oh, their manager. Sean mm-hmm. and Moss. <laughs> He's so good. He's our favorite. Yeah. He carries around a little spritz bottle because uh, sometimes he gets so, you know, overwhelmed by life and he uh, I knew he has to cool off his, his he hot says ear. He gets, oh. <laughs> <laughs> even, just the, even just saying that is ridiculous. But the thing that's funny is I do remember him talking about getting a hot ear, but I do not remember the spray bottle no. and him having to use it. And remember when he doesn't realize that they're supposed to, you know, show their teamsmanship and they can't like complain yes. about Jen? And he starts going on and on about it. And Roy is pulling him out. And he's like, my ear. And he like spritzes it during this ordeal. And you're like, what? Oh, the shenanigans. We still highly recommend the IT crowd. And I think it's Can you tell we're still in quarantine? Quarantine? Quarantine. <laughs> We've even, we even, even picked up different accents, even we're, though we're we... are making new accents as we, we speak. We haven't moved, you know? Yeah. So what's going on, Katie? Um, I just feel like... This week has just been super busy because we've had to do twice as many podcasts. Because yeah. if you guys don't know while you're listening to this, actually, we're back by now. We're back. We're back. But we were in uh, Austin, Texas for a week. Right. So. And then we came back. So we had to record double, doble, doble pod. But we're back. We're back, we're back baby. Yeah. And it's, it's good to be back. I mean, I'm lying because we haven't even gone yet. <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys. It's like, it's in the matrix. But everything is good. The... I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. Okay. I, I really... Ta-da. All right. Well, it is Friday, so I feel good. It's Friday, Friday. That's another gem. Friday. I don't even remember. I, I know the song a little bit. It's Rebecca Black. I was like, I don't even know her name. I know that she was like some rich princess daughter. No, she was... But she came from a family with some money. Uh, she was in Orange County. She wanted to make a song, a music video for this new website, you know, YouTube. Oh, she, is that what it was? She was originally YouTube Yeah, person? yeah. She just wanted to make a music video, like emulate what, what she was funny. seeing on MTV. Because they're like sitting in a convertible car. Yeah. It's so, so funny. So her parents paid for it because I think they had a little bit of money. Um, How much do you think they spent on it? No idea. You guys, but, will we put the link in the description of it? I don't so. think it exists anymore. I mean. I'm sure it does somewhere. Everyone's seen it. 
but uh, not everyone. You know, it was it was really sad because the internet teased her mercilessly. Mm-hmm. It was really uh, well, it was, it was, they bullied her collectively. I mean, the trolls came out real quick. On She's YouTube. bounced back though. She's I, back in you know in the mix. I think. Oh, is she on the YouTube's? I think so, mm-hmm. and uh, I think she has. Mm-hmm. Probably an excellent perspective of, you know, cancel mm-hmm. culture. Uh, but she had to go it alone as a kid, you know. Yeah, really young. She was like 17 or 16 or something. Something like that, That's yeah. That's too young, man. It's yeah. Not, it's not right. Oh, my womp, God. Womp. Speaking of funny hey, things. Hey, welcome to the Debbie Downer show. Hey. Right, but I'm going to move it. We're going we're gonna to bring this right back up. Okay. So one of my favorite, well, I love TikTok. If you guys don't know this, now you do. I love animals on TikTok. And this week has been tough for me. I haven't been motivated. I've been frustrated. Life is agitating me. I'm just fucking annoyed. And it's okay to be annoyed. I vented to Sean last night about all the things I like laundry listed, this huge list. I mean, huge. It was like 10 things, but it felt huge to me. And I was frustrated. I was like, so I'm just going to go to bed. But whenever I feel down, I listen to one of my favorite TikToks. And I'm here to share it with you. <laughs> I have shared it on my Instagram stories. It was a little while ago, but when I tell you that nothing brightens my day as much as this video, you will understand. Okay, I'm going to play the audio. <laughs> I'm already. Oh, it does brighten your day, this one. You okay, boy? That's my favorite part of it. Okay. So what it is, is a cat. We'll put the link in the description. Yes, so it, I love it so much. So it's a cat. And you know how cats, like, I don't know if anybody's, if you don't haven't owned a cat before, cats do this weird thing where they like do this crazy, like even my mom's cat, Molly, that's like 27 years old. Yep. And she'll sit outside of the back door and she'll just do this crazy sounds that aren't meows, but they're, they're kind of meows. It's like, it's like a cat ah, howling at the moon. Yeah, you're like, are you dying? And then you open it and she's like, like everything's normal. And you're like, what's wrong with you? Right. And so is this, someone captured their cat doing this and someone on TikTok, if you don't know, you can do what's called a duet where you take a hilarious video that you already think is hilarious and you do something with it. Now people can do this when it comes to like, you're doing the same thing or we're singing a song, you're playing piano, I'm singing. People do all sorts of cool duets. The duet this time is the cat talking nonsense and someone wrote down what they thought that they were saying okay and so they're they're it's like captioning it so it it like says my butt my butthole <laughs> ow and then it says boy are you okay i blew up my butthole and once you've seen the words that they say are associated with these crazy <laughs> you can't unhear it every time i hear that cat go i hear a bone my butthole (laughs) and then the person comes in the owner is like what are you okay what are you doing in here it's like meow like in a whole different sound i think cats talk to people with a different they uh, say they do language or whatever yeah Yeah. they speak they think they're speaking human language i don't know right it's very funny so if you ever need your day to be brightened there's that video and I, i watch it I actually went down a rabbit hole on TikTok one night at like two in the morning and came out because Sean was watching probably Joe Rogan's podcast or something. And I was dying laughing. I was like, you have to listen to this. Yeah, this you lost it. Nuts. I haven't seen you laugh that oh, hard in, in I God laugh. knows how long. Oh, it's good. Just feel free to use it. It's, your, it's like just a hit of dopamine right when you need it. 
my butthole. <laughs> oh, wow. How do I top that? How do we, where do we go from there? <laughs> it's supposed to be good and happy. It's great. I love it. And I love it. Uh, have you seen on, I think it's TikTok, maybe it's mm-hmm. Instagram. There There's is some sort there. of um, <laughs> person who works with uh, speech therapy and they are a dog owner and they've built a, a, a pad. Yes, there's a lot of those. Oh. Is this Dolly? Is this a black and white dog? Or There's more than one? Yeah. How do I find these trends so light in, late in life? I don't understand. Uh, I just so taught you, been... you recently how to use Instagram stories, so it's okay. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Sean's like, why is this so big? Wait, why is it over here? This is not user-friendly. I want to give them feedback. I'm like, let's just slow it down, honey. Just want to share. How do I do the swipe up? You can't do that yet. <laughs> Yeah, it turns out I have training wheels on my uh, Instagram account. We have to have 10,000 followers or something. Oh, yeah. I'll never get there. Hey, never say never, man. <laughs> I don't check it often enough, you know. Um, okay, so. Okay. So, you found this thing where the dog. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, you were telling us. You found no, no. it on TikTok. I started on TikTok, by the yeah, way. Yeah, okay. So, there's, uh, is am I correct in saying that it's a speech pathologist or somebody who, uh, it started, a linguist? I think I it know. started as a dog trainer. Okay. Because they believe that dogs understand enough words. Because you you know that dogs know like treat. And, and they don't know the word, but they know the sound enough to associate it with a thing, right? Dogs yeah. are smart. And so they tr- put some little, uh, I don't even know what you'd call them, just buttons. That yeah. When you hit them, like they say the, the word. That's easy button. Mm-hmm. from. But instead of saying easy, it'll say like home or park. Hungry. Mom, hungry, walk. Like it has certain things so that the dog can communicate or like potty or something. And people have simple ones and some people have extensive ones. Yeah. Okay. So I've seen, uh, I think what looks to be extensive, like they're maybe yeah, about like 40 pad. words. Mm-hmm. That's Dolly. I think, man, that all that dog wanted to do said, I want to Netflix and chill, <laughs> leave more food, treat, treat, treat. No. <laughs> Pee pad in the house. I don't even want to go outside. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. Feet cold. Feet cold. <laughs> what, what happens if you find out the dog doesn't like you? You know, like it's, uh, it's, it's the mean messages. That's not possible. Yeah. It's man's best friend. Yeah. Okay. You know, what they if, usually have things to say. What if like, it has big aspirations and you, you have to help it? It's like, science, I want, more, <laughs> school, space now. shuttle, call Elon. <laughs> You're like, what? Dude, I don't know if he's It's making gonna... up its own words, putting them together. <laughs> oh my, you come out, it has more. Somehow it's procured more of the the it, little buttons. There's a, I think there's a it's Hanna like Barbera. neuroscience, brain, learning, now, mom, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're my like, dog is smarter than Google. Jesus Christ. It like barks in, in the Google or Alexa pickup or whatever. Oh my God. That would be funny. Dystopian mm-hmm. uh, but future that you see for us. It's really cool that they can talk, though, that way. Yeah. It's really given, in a way, I think of it almost in the same way that people teach their children baby sign language because it gives them a way to communicate. Oh, yeah. The first time I saw a little kid communicating, there were squirrels. That's because you had told, I told me. You, yeah. No, you told okay, me, and then yeah. we saw that kid doing yeah, it. We and did. I was like, oh my God, they, they there's baby language. Mm-hmm. Baby sign language. And they'd be like, more. One more I'm hungry. What else we got? Hungry. I don't remember. And I think it was like maybe this is more. Is this Netflix and chill? When do they there, learn? Nobody that? says that I, anymore. iPhone. And children don't. Kn- How well, do they, they just motion- say phone? Yeah. They probably learned that first. It's amazing when you're out to eat. Remember back in the days. Oh, <gasps> 
Oh, we could go back out. We go out Ooh. to eat. I know people are awesome. doing it now, we'd but I don't out think it's sometimes safe. for like a happy hour. Let's say mm-hmm. on a Saturday, we'd find ourselves down uh, by the Third Street Promenade in Santa oh, Monica, Mercado, yeah. wearing shorts and t-shirt. It was just perfect weather. Mm-hmm. But then we'd wander and into the air Mercado. Was a poison, mm-hmm. right? And we have a couple of margaritas, but people would start coming in, you know, uh-huh. and people sometimes would have kids with them, which I don't mind. If they're well-behaved in a restaurant, you know, you don't want them going crazy. Yeah, but they're kids and whatever, doing their thing. Exactly. But I started noticing maybe about two years ago where people had their iPads with their kids. And as soon as they got them in a place where they wanted to chill out, boom, they got the iPad. Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting. It's baby crack. Yeah. That's what my my friend Nina, she's like, I have to give him baby crack. And she's like, I know it's probably not good for his brain, but I just need like 30 minutes. I'm not saying it's bad, but... Hopefully it's, it's learning, you know, the material that you're getting is is some sort of learning content. Because I've seen yeah. some really cool stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a couple of things. I think parents need breaks. You can't be on 24-7. If you're right. using that all the time to take care of your child because you're an absentee parent, that's not right. However, right now, I mean, also with Nina, we were at a like a, a pub yeah. place to hang out and they'd been with him all day and she was like oh no they were totally fine i'm, I'm no, not I'm saying it's giving, bad or good no, I'm, I'm just giving an example I wonder. like you want to be able to communicate like to communicate and have a conversation with your friends at a restaurant yeah you also don't want the child throwing a tantrum and you really can't keep them active like they ran him around remember a little right so you just can only do so much of that so, he's a cool kid too yeah warren he's yeah. really cute but anyway you know this time there's a time for baby crack and that was the time for sure but uh we never we you never really talked about the the what the dog yeah oh i just thought it was really amazing the dog you just found out about this i just found out about it probably within the last two or three weeks wow Uh, i thought there was a major scientific breakthrough happening somewhere in the world (laughs) where you know uh dogs have broken down the language barrier and they're you know, building AI or something with this machine, you know, mm-hmm. built by well, dogs. I like because they'll teach... Dog AI. <laughs> Dog AI. Die. But they'll teach <laughs> no. them, though. No. <laughs> they'll teach them, like, if, I don't, I'm assuming it's the one I'm thinking, but the mom, the owner, when the dog will be like, park, play. Yeah. Now, or whatever. And she'll be like, no, Dolly, we can't. We were just at the park, you know? And she'll be like, no, park, now home now you know she try to talk to her yeah and she's like park now it, it's just funny because you get it's, to kind of have like a little conversation and she's like park uh park tomorrow and be like yes you know you kind of like i don't but, know i'm like making it up as i go along but yeah so at first when i saw it i thought they're having me on i thought this is not you know not real i thought i was looking mm-hmm. at a sham the more i looked at it, the more i thought they're definitely having me on <laughs> This is a sham. The third time that I spent, you know, going down Watching, the rabbit hole. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of them too. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, man, how cool is that? If Has that's anyone real. Done it, done it with a cat? You know what the cat's going to say? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Katie. That was nice. I like that. I'd only need one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think, you know. Cats do try to communicate. My Just bone, one button. bone, ah. <laughs> meow. <laughs> Siamese cats are communicative. That's Molly, my mom's that yeah. like talks and talks and talks, and then does that weird like. Ah. Right. You're like, is it screaming? I think it's screaming. Part feral. I don't know. 
She's just an old girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her little hunkered back because she's got arthritis, I think, in her hips. When she runs, she's fast, but she's so, oh my God, I miss that kitty. Still catching shrews. She is. At 22. <laughs> I know. I think that's, that's how a, old she is. It's, it's crazy. It's a new John Cougar Mellencamp song. I don't even know how she's that old. I don't know. It, like how she's still around. I'm like amazed by her. Clean living, Katie. Clean country no, living. No, it's not. I mean, yes, clean country living, but also she only eats Frisky's seafood flavor. Aha, like, you heard it there first. My mom tried to get her to do like Blue Mountain or whatever, no. or like some some like people made the food and you fed it to the cat kind of yeah. thing. Because she was like, well, she, I don't want her to get sick or anything. And she would not have it. No, she's like, that's poison. I don't want... No, no, no. She's I, like, I've been eating Cheetos for 25 years, lady. Yeah. Give me the Cheetos. The preservatives. Hey, 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 hey. I want that seafood flavor. Sweet, sweet ah, preservatives. My butthole. <laughs> <laughs> she hit, she's like, Friskies now. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, Friskies now. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that cat really seems to be learning. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh Your goodness. mom taught the dog to uh, hit a bell when it needs to go outside and pee. Yeah. But, but she it doesn't. abuses the bell sometimes. <laughs> she does, When she wants treats, yeah. when she wants the rotisserie chicken that she can smell. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that dog knows Morse code. Ding, 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 ding. It's ding, like, ding. chicken, please. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I am having a hard time not being able to be there right now. I think that's been hard for me. Maybe that's why I've been feeling like shit. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, going home to visit. Yeah. Well, and, and usually we go to see some family, either yours or mine. And I think yeah. the, the absence of that, not knowing whether we're supposed to do it or not, is, is like a bummer to me. Because we have fun with your sister and Mark and the boys. And we have fun with my mom and Larry and my Grammy. and Well, that, I mean. <clears throat> your dad. What, what are the holiday seasons going to look like? You know how everyone leaves Los Angeles typically? Turns yeah. into a ghost town. Yeah. I, are people not going to travel? Are people going to travel? You know, because we have these massive travel holiday weekends. Yeah. I don't really I don't know. know what to expect from it. Um, I have paid attention, and for whatever this worth, like uh, this is just something I've been paying attention to. A lot of people are asking about it on their Instagram stories. Yeah, and I say no, I'm not traveling, and the majority say yes, they are. And when that okay. scares me, but I also don't know how they're traveling. Like traveling to drive an hour if you've been tested and you're being careful, that's okay to me. You know, it's yeah. less risk. But people who are like flying, like we can technically fly to Montreal, but yeah, <clears throat> I wouldn't uh, feel safe. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh my God. What you know, a good that's, film. that's like a nightmare of a travel film mm-hmm. over the holidays. Yeah. I can't imagine that now. Remember that time it was holidays, but it was on the way back from Montreal when I was super sick and Which we got time? bumped from that flight. I think I've only been super sick on one trip from Montreal. Okay. Remember when my mom got sick and then I got oh, sick? Oh, yeah. You had the plague. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, like coughing, you guys, until I'd, I, you know, you cough and then you gag and then you hate yourself. And we were in a hotel yeah, room. Yeah, you were really beat up. <clears throat> I... I was super tired and sick. And I'd lost my voice from all the coughing. Yeah. And then <clears throat> we were sitting eating dinner at the restaurant right across from where our gate was. And then we walked up like 20, 30 minutes before the flight time because we didn't hear anything and she was like oh we just boarded and we gave your seats away i've never been so angry without a voice in my entire life yeah i was like (laughs) 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 now i know how children feel when they don't have language yet they're like son of a (sighs) rage sometimes bad things happen to good people katie and then we ended up in houston remember that was the stopover and then we had to it was such a shit show you guys yeah and then I had that trigeminal neuralgia flare-up. Oh, it that, was horrible. That was insane. We talked about it, I remember, or I talked about it on a video or something. Oh, okay. Back when it happened, because this is like, what, six years ago? 
Yeah, yeah. Seven years ago. So it was crazy. So that's like our planes, trains, and automobiles. But it was yeah. more like airport, airport, flight, flight, hotel. Yeah, I don't like traveling over the holidays at all, just for the the simple fact that, it, you know, everyone's traveling and you got to get somewhere. It's, it's a stressful time. I don't time. mind it when we... Now that we work for ourselves a little bit more, we can go at these weird times. Right, going at off hours or yeah, because we'll peak come in days. like or that one day, or the one year we flew in on Christmas Day was that last year, or the year before, the year before, because my mom and Larry came here last year, but a year or two back, uh, we went on Christmas Day. Yeah, and that wasn't bad. Like no one was really traveling. It wasn't too crazy because it was like Christmas Day. It was weird though. We saw that um, that big fat guy with the uh, gray beard and the the. The sleigh, and uh, he, had a, he was very jolly. He had a reindeer with a red nose. Oh, 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 oh. And did yeah. he give you a lump of coal, or did he give you? Big presents. <laughs> we got big presents, he said. Come with me. Uh, oh, don't don't take candy from strangers. Um, but yeah, so we we flew that day, and that was fine. And that was like early morning flight or something. It was, it was great. Yeah. So. Seeing Santa Claus was definitely a highlight for me. Do you hear the sirens? I don't know if they'll hear the sirens, but. I don't think they will. Yeah. They're coming. They're all day. They've been crazy today. Like every time I'm filming something or recording something with someone, I'm like, I hope they don't hear that. Oh boy. Um, this mm-hmm. podcast will come out after mm-hmm. the election. Oh, yeah. We'll uh, already know. Well, maybe. Oh, we really? won't know. But uh, mm-hmm. we're taping this before or we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Taping. What an archaic word. <laughs> we're put recording it, this. Uh, put it on the tape. You're going to cut cassette. the tape. Yeah. When you learned... Yeah. How to edit back in school when you were in we used film, film Academy. You used film and used a little tape. Yeah, splicing it together. Uh, Steenbeck. That's eight plate funny. And a, uh, a six plate and then an eight plate. I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the days. But yep. no, um, <laughs> they were boarding up Beverly Hills uh, yep. the last two days. All the storefronts were getting yeah, boarded up in up. anticipation of It shuts damage. down tomorrow. Um, and it or i think it shuts no it doesn't i don't think they're boarding up yet are they i think they were yeah if i was maybe maybe i'm wrong i think they're leaving open this weekend okay because you want to be able to i mean businesses are already hurting i believe it's they're boarding up sunday night okay because election day is tuesday oh maybe they just announced it like when we were watching the local news yesterday or what yeah they announced it on the news but i believe that they're boarding it up so there's a couple things going on which is fucking crazy they are boarding it up i think it's monday night now that now that i realize it's the night before the election okay they're boarding up the stores all through i think the election day and the day after or something there's like 48 hours where beverly hills is completely locked down you cannot drive or walk on any of the sidewalks in their areas like did any other (laughs) cities adopt that no, but Walmart uh, nationwide has taken out guns and ammo. They're no longer for sale for right now. They're they're That's, holding those for like a week or whatever. We're living in such a sad time right now. People That's just really... have lost their... I had an interview today, which may have gone live by the time this goes out, but I don't even care, but it was a, a CNN online or something. Oh, no, it wasn't even that. It was actually Yahoo News. That was the one. Sorry, you guys. This that makes me sound you more... You had a busy day. I did, and it makes me sound more important than I am. It was just like a couple of interviews. <clears throat> but Yahoo was asking about, like, how do people deal with the election and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not, like, blah, 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 like, just skating over it. But I just think that people have lost their minds. I don't think we're as different as we want to be made out to be. I feel like it's... I don't know why. I get the sense that, like... We, first of all, we all know that we're much more similar than we are different. 
We can always focus on the differences, but we're all people. We all want what's best for our kids and we want to live in a safe place and we want to be able to have affordable housing and we want to be able to feed ourselves. We all want pretty similar things. <clears throat> Nobody wants to be taxed so much they can't make any money. Those are some simple, I won't be able to put gas in my car and afford to do that. Pretty. I also don't want the world to burn. These are all pretty simple things. Pretty simple. But we're forced by the media to like focus on the things that are different. And I feel like we're this one group. We were a big group of people all friendly with each other. And like something has happened where now they're, it's like someone's pulling the strings to make us feel like we're not at all. And it just, it just feels not right. And it feels uncomfortable. And so I don't even know if I gave them what they wanted on that interview. Cause I was like, we just need to focus on the things that we're, this, we're similar to. We need to stop the anxious thoughts. Like don't engage with social media. Don't engage with the news. And they're like, people are gonna be watching it around the clock. And I was like, don't do that. Why are you doing that? You know? Yeah. And, and they're only, there's only twice in like a 20 minute interview. She's like, Oh, that was good. So I was like, I'm probably just not giving her what she wants, but I don't feed into that. I don't, you I don't believe in it. You know, you're at a, at a place where you don't have to, you know, BS uh, people. Yeah. And, and again, I think we're all similar. Like that's the thing about the community that we've created online. That's really great is like the most powerful part of it is like, I'm not alone. And I don't like this sensation that we get through media and news, especially around the election cycles and stuff right. is that like, you're weird and you're alone and this isn't right. And this I'm right. And you're wrong. And it's like, no no i don't agree but yeah so walmart is not having any guns and ammo as of today or yesterday <clears throat> nationwide and i think they're pulling it for like a I week i wonder if or they'll something. abandon it altogether as a company if they'll be pressured to not restock i guarantee they make a ton of money like i don't know i think it's all numbers for those kinds of companies yeah. walmart is huge we had a, a, a weird thing about being at pepperdine it's one of my sorority sisters. Her dad was like a COO of Walmart. Jeez, really? They, they live in Arkansas. I think you pretty much have to, right? That's the headquarters, yeah. the mothership. Remember when we went out there to film with Boogie? Yeah. And guys, it was crazy. Arkansas, first of all, I'd never been to any of those places. We flew into Arkansas and we drove through like Mississippi. It was really cool to see. I would love to take like a road trip. I would think it would be amazing. That's the one time you could get a van and we could drive a van. Yeah. Oh, I'd film it. It'd be so fun. I would love that. But this was a whole different thing because we were filming with Boogie and then we had to get over to Alabama for ThinkerCon. Yeah. And we'd Which never, was a wonderful experience. It was so cool. The yeah. whole thing was very cool. Huntsville, even though, Alabama. Mm -hmm, yeah, was, where the rockets are. Yeah. All the rocket scientists. Anyway, um, in, uh, in Arkansas, when we went to film with Boogie, there were like tons and tons of walmart-esque things that i did not know existed like walmart marketplace walmart uh farm shop or something there was all these weird i was like i didn't know that vein of walmart existed. yeah walmart slash uh <laughs> sub sandwiches that looked suspiciously like subway <laughs> right it was kind of like that it felt like it was sim city but everything was walmart mm -hmm. uh instead of jiffy lube it was like walmart lube well remember our lift driver from the the airport to our hotel or whatever Cause, yeah because we could oh to get the our rental, rental car because we we couldn't get a rental and we thought we could or i no, forget what happened because when we landed we went to the uh, counter and asked and said oh we don't have any cars oh yeah uh, you may want to check enterprise so we went to enterprise mm -hmm. enterprise says oh we don't have any cars you may want to check with a uh, budget so we go to budget we don't have any cars I said, where are all the cars they said that walmart 
because they have so many people coming in for business, they pretty much are the only business at this airport. And it was like a regional airport. So strange. Anyway, our lift- How do you have no rental cars? They're I, only rented to people that I, work at Walmart. Pretty much. It was so strange. You know what Walmart should do? They should open their own car they rental. They should have their own car rental. Right next door and yep. say, you, know, well. you can choose any of them or your Walmart. And if you're a Walmart person, you get 5% off. Maybe, yeah. Could I'm just be. saying. But anyway, so our Lyft driver that took us from the airport to the budget or wherever we end up renting a car, I don't remember, she was saying that everybody is employed by Walmart. Yeah. Like she was like, oh no, everybody works at Walmart here in one way or another. She had a personal Sam Walton story. Do you remember? She told us all about it. It was no. like... Uh, she talked a lot and I got tired. <laughs> yeah, it was a long trip. <laughs> that yep. happens to me. It's like 45 minutes and, and people want to tell me their whole life story and I'm like, I'm I'm tired, lady. Yeah, the uh, there's differences between getting into an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi. Usually mm-hmm. taxi cabs, they don't talk to you. They know the drill. Uber doesn't either. And actually Lyft doesn't really either, but we'd asked her questions. Yeah. Because we'd never been to that area. Right. <clears throat> so we kind of did it to ourselves. Yeah, we turned ourselves but into... But uh, you'd ask more questions and she kept talking. And after she'd answered mine and I'd been like cordial, then I was like, I'm going to space out now. Yes. Like, because I was, I was like, I've flown and I'm tired. She was really nice. <clears throat> Everyone there was very nice. Super nice. Yeah. That Southern hospitality, man. Get get ready. Whew. Okay. Are you ready for it? That Southern hospitality? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I do love that. But it was funny. Some of our viewers who are in like Texas and the South in general are like, be careful because people are very like nice up front, but like not nice. Do you know what I mean? It can be very two-sided, two-faced. Huh. Like, That's weird. Like if people say, bless your heart. Like, oh, bless her heart. It means like, oh, she's a fucking idiot. But no. they don't say it like that. Mm-hmm. Dang it. It's really messed with me because I'll say, I'll say bless, bless their heart. Or when I mean like, oh, wow. Like they did. A, and it, like if something blew up in their face and it's terrible, but they were really trying hard. I'm like, oh, bless their heart. Like that's so horrible. But I mean it honestly. Yeah. But now I'm like, now that I know that information, it's like messing with my brain. <clears throat> because, <laughs> but also... I don't know if Californians or Washingtonians, I don't, I think people in general don't like to just tell you like, uh, you're a fucking idiot, obviously. But I think that we in LA just kind of tell it how it is and it just is. Like if I don't want to hang out with you, I'm just not going to hang out with you. Right. Yeah. New Yorkers are like that. They're pretty upfront. Yeah. I just, I, I appreciate it. The country's so big and there's so many different types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, did, remember we had gone to a, uh, some sort of work event with I forget what it was, but the people were all from Savannah, Georgia. And it was when I was a sales rep and I won that award. We went to yeah. Aruba for that thing. Yeah. yeah and they yeah. were from the South. That's right. And they were wonderful people. But I just couldn't wrap my head around people being that genuine and nice. <laughs> they were so nice. That reminds and me. And that's all I have to say about them. I was yeah. just like, wow, is everyone like this where they're from? You know, like. Yeah, because people aren't that Louisiana, nice in Los Angeles. And they all had these cool accents you know i just i would say by and large from my experience most of the people that i've met from the south who are just are nice are just nice yeah but i do believe that probably in a certain just like in la there's a certain level of people or a certain swath of people who are just stupid and passive aggressive and rude you know like the people that we meet at events that keep trying to introduce themselves to us and i'm like we've met you like six times go fuck yourself you know then i turn into the new yorker where I'm like, move it along, idiot. You know? <laughs> wow. I'm walking but here. I'm walking here. That's not That's at good. all how they sound, but I kind of, a little bit. 
Yeah. But I appreciate the New Yorker part of the like, just give it to me straight. Just tell me how it is. I don't need like sugarcoating or like being nice, but not really being nice. Cause that just leads you down a path where you think that they're friends and they're not. Oh boy. I just think that people are the same everywhere I go. You're going to meet the exact same people that you would normally meet. I think that's true. And we're always super friendly. I'm going to meet people (laughs) who mountain bike. Sorry, I ate cheese before this was I know I'm lip smacking right now. So uh, we are probably making noises. I'll catch them on the edit. I'm going to go like this. No, just leave it. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but you find the same people wherever you go. You're going to find people that um, have similar interests. You know, everyone is educated now because of the internet where like everyone has communicated. There's no real pockets of people who, well, I, there are, but like everyone well, is asshole. kind of on the same page. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. In terms of understanding what's going on in the world. Yeah. To a certain extent. Maybe of, that's not really true. I don't know. I don't think that's true, but it's okay. I'll let, I'll have let to like, issue a retract. I might have retraction. to issue a retraction. But it reminds me <laughs> of our, our friends, Matt and Rebecca, who are on, honestly some of the nicest people we've ever met. Like the most giving, warm, welcoming, friendly people. And they have a neighbor at, uh, who wants to help out. Because they've them and like, oh yeah, you come over and use our pool or do whatever, you know. And their neighbor is like, oh well, I'll I'll like clean up and sweep up the leaves or clean the pool or whatever. And it's Matt was telling me he's like, he's just so nice and he does. I don't like I don't know how to thank him. And I'm like, you just say thank you, like that. He, you're doing him, you know, a favor by letting him use the pool. And so yeah, he's right. doing this. And he's like, I know, but but like. But then I feel like I need to offer more. Like it was funny. It was like two extremely nice people met each other. Right. And it's like, who can outdo the nicest thing? And hey, was, buddy, I know that you had the day off. So what I did is I got a hot air balloon. And we're going to go right now. It's parked <laughs> in the front yard. Let's go. Woo. Can you imagine Matt? He'd like, be like, no, uh, but yes, but but no. Oh, for sure. I, you know? It just made me giggle because he's like, I don't know how to. They would him. turn that into a, a movie. Like they'd have uh-huh. a brilliant flash of ideas. It would <laughs> it would get garner 100 million views. It really would. The escape room out of a hot air balloon. How do you escape room out of a hot air balloon? Ooh, there's nowhere to go. We should tell you them. You go up, there's a flame. You go out of the basket, maybe Death. a dangly rope. I don't know. You got to hope for the best here. You got to hope for the best. But that was really funny to me because I was like, wow, they've met their match of, of niceness. Yeah. He was like, I don't know how to thank him enough. I was like, you've done enough. It, it's like. And we met him. He was, he was really that he nice was of a really person. really that nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think you work for uh, the fire department or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, it was, it was there's really There's good funny. people out there. There's a lot of good people out and there. And you find them everywhere you go. I feel like if you put good out there, you get good back. It's like kind of that old saying that you get more bees with honey than vinegar or whatever. It's like if you're nice. Yeah. I don't know why you'd want bees. That doesn't really make any sense now that I think about that. But, yeah. you know, bees. But anyway, you just get more nice. I see what you're putting down. Though. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm following By being you. Nice. I didn't want to interrupt you because... <laughs> By being nice, you might meet more nice people. Yeah, it's so. true. You know what I thought was an excellent show for showing that everyone's the same? What? Um, and I give the guy a, a rough ride sometimes when we're joking around. But uh, Guy Fieri's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. It's true. I love that show. You got to see everywhere across America. Um, and he, a lot of those food shows were Catch really... Catch me next time. On the next episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah, and you you oh, were into it, and and I didn't know it really that well until Triple D Man. Yeah, 
I can, I used to have that on though, as just like background noise too. Like, cause right. it, they will run it all day. Like repeats of diners, drive-ins and dives. It's amazing how much all content day. they have. Yeah. And so when I would be He's like. He's been everywhere. He has, I've been everywhere, man. Yeah. I've been everywhere. But I would just have it on while I was like cleaning the house or folding laundry or whatever. Cause then you're not really missing anything. Right. But you could be like, Ooh, that mac and cheese looks good. And then you're like, time to get stuff out of the dryer. And then you're like mopping the floor and you're like, next you know he's in, that he's burger. in Dallas. Yeah. You know, that having, barbecue looks delicious. It's amazing. Right. And he's all mm-hmm. over the country and everywhere he went, he found places that were doing exceptional food mm-hmm. at a, a proper price. Yep. And he turned them into celebrities because those places. That's the cool thing about it. There's a legacy now. You're part of this this thing. And people actually make trips and they go to them. Yeah. People have done tours where I they know. like tour all the places. It's amazing. It's amazing. So for that, I think his show was excellent. Yeah. Um, you know. And I like when they do flashbacks too where someone will be like, we have a friend. He doesn't like egg. Okay. Doesn't like a runny yolk of an egg or anything, and that, I disagree with that. So I do too. But he I, I also probably... doesn't like when people people put wow people put peanut butter. <laughs> people pick the pickle 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 peppers. He doesn't. But he doesn't like when people put peanut butter on a burger. Oh yeah, that, I don't think that belongs. But you know how there. they have different things. It'd be sure. like I don't know. I don't even know. No judgment. Maybe it had bacon and it could work. It's like a I don't know. Anyway, I'm sure it would. But he had a bad experience, and sometimes he'll be like, they'll tell him something on the menu, and he, he'll say, I don't, I don't like, and it'll show a flashback of him going, and he's like eating the thing that he hates, <laughs> <laughs> or like the yolk is on his face, and he's like, <gasps> like it's just it's funny. I love I I love Guy Fieri and Triple D. Along. Uh that timeline when mm-hmm. that was happening on one of the other channels you had andrew zimmern remember oh, and he was doing bizarre I love foods andrew zimmern he did had the best way of describing the foods he yeah he was amazing right like He's a like food a, critic or yeah a, a writer like a or, linguist I, really yeah much uh much like tony bourdain was like that yes agreed. a wordsmith you know mm-hmm. and he, he he did an excellent job of describing things because it wasn't even about the food anymore although it was but it was the language of being um, of being a human being. Yeah. Oh, these people are open. Oh, they're they're very gracious that someone comes from somewhere else and they're they're curious about their culture and food. And yeah, I'll you know. never forget. I think it was Tony Bourdain, but when they had that alcohol that they drank that was made out of spit. Oh yeah, that was. <laughs> I was like, was don't do it, buddy. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm fine with like. Where was he in? I feel like it was like South America or something, but I really don't know. I think it's happened in a couple of places where he's had similar. Because Andrew Zimmern even said there was because they did these the yak's interviews. Milk, I think they do that. Maybe, Ooh, maybe fermented. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, maybe man. fermented yak's milk. But I remember Andrew Zimmern talking about there was, and I remember watching this episode because I used to love him. And it's not that I don't love him anymore; I just haven't watched regular TV in a long time. But th- there was this thing that I forget what it was. It was like a specialty, like a. I think he was in. Uh, oh God, not Chile somewhere in there like south, south america and it was a fermented something that was like their it's their area and that's what they do yeah it was like incan people from that i don't know i'm probably totally butchering this but it was this big canister and the person was so excited to have him try it you know because it's i guess it'd be akin to like my grandma making quiche for you right and when you learn it's like pig's head and there's like, I mean, that sounds delicious to us, but for some people it'd be like, oh, yeah, but you your know. grandmother's not uh, making this concoction with what spit, right? 
Yes. And this was the, but this wasn't spit, but, uh, Andrew Zimmern had said, he's like, you know, some textures. Oh, I thought it was. No, I'm, I'm, I'm switching. I'm sorry. Maybe okay. I didn't do a very good job. Cause no, I don't remember. It could be me. That was just the alcohol where they would chew these things and spit the spit and make yeah. that into alcohol. And I don't okay. remember where that was, but this is a separate thing where Andrew Zimmerman was being interviewed. And it was when I learned about that spit thing. And I don't know if it was, they were going between all the different food people who travel and they were talking about their most horrific stories of okay. like getting sick or the weird shit they make you eat. And Andrew Zimmerman was saying, yeah, there's this one time I was in this town and I'm forgetting the name, but it was like, it wasn't what it was that was gross because I think it was like intestine, which is kind of gross for some people, but if it's cleaned properly or whatever, it was like fermented intestine with herbs and whatever, but it was slimy. Uh, and I remember when they pulled it out, it looked like boogers, like, you know, like white egg, like the egg white that's not cooked. Okay. It was like a bunch of that with like, it Ooh. was so gross. And I remember like not even be able to watch that part. I was like, I got to look away. And he talks about how he like had to fight. He is the hardest in his head to fight the urge to gag and throw up where you're like, just do it. And he was like, mm, you know, Oof. and I'm like, homeboys got some like chutzpah because like i would have just been like sorry yeah i make my cameraman taste it <laughs> meeting you <laughs> what do you I'm say like, guys uh, thank you for oh actually you know i'm just not feeling good today sean you wanna... <laughs> <laughs> like, i do it like I the do spit it. alcohol oh, you know God. i've been sober seven days now and <laughs> so bad yeah i don't know how they do it just make up an excuse i have a speaking engagement uh in another four so hours sorry. this and was lovely so he but... has to do any tasting testing the poor guy but it's not you we hired somebody else he's like mm, mm, <laughs> no oh boy but yeah i i love those food network shows they were great right there was a period in time where everyone was watching them everyone was kind of dialed in mm -hmm. especially tony bourdain his stuff was oh, fantastic so he really went on these adventures with them um well there's just different flavors right the andrew zimmerns and the tony bourdain's were more of the like worldwide and culture things you'd learn more about culture of people and then the triple d and the guy fieri's was more like north american he did some hawaii and canada stuff and yeah in reality television they were going through different ways or we still go through different waves mm -hmm. and one of them was americana was hot mm -hmm. uh because they had a, a hit on their hands with um gold rush they had a hit on their hands with mm. um american picker oh i loved american pickers think of anything that that yeah. and then the derivatives the ones that were kind of knockoffs of these shows but then they yeah. started doing uh, you know, gold rush out on the uh, on the open water. Oh God, I cannot hear. We're all millionaires. You just got to get it out of the ground. Oh yeah. Or there was like certain sayings, and I would tell Sean he'd put on gold rush because you liked it for some reason. You and Larry both. Well, I think it's really interesting to see like whether it's staged or not. You see a, a construction crew working something, and we're so out of touch with. Look, I don't know. I don't know where this comes from. I don't know how this is made. I'm mm -hmm. pointing to the microphone and the stand. I don't know how any of this works. I love how it's made. So You know I love that show. So if you dangle a little fake set in front of me, we're like, how do we get the gold? You know, because you yeah, need gold for your electronics. Yeah, every show is the same. Totally. So but like at the once time, you see it once, yeah, I don't, I don't you know watch how it the anymore. sausage is made. <laughs> yeah. But you would turn it on and I'd be like, I can already tell you. Okay, so what's going to happen is... 
Someone's going to come in and they're going to be mad. Either they're behind on the amount of gold or they're they're needing to make more money because somebody's asking for payment on something. Yeah. So the boss is going to come in. Then something's going to break. Something's going to go wrong. And they're going to be like, oh, shit. Frick, I don't know. Frick, man. And then I'm it's going to cut I don't away. I know how to use this piece of equipment. And then they're going to come back and some guy's going to be like, oh, I can't fix this. My back hurts. And then some other guy is going to come in and they're going to fix it. And then it's all going to be okay. And that was like every episode. Yep. <laughs> They had. Um, it's like burying burying Seagold was a different version, but same same idea. Yeah. Wow. Television. They really milked it. They they milked that style, and yep. then they moved on from that to like homesteaders. That was a hot thing. But again, oh, that was yeah. Americana, and all they were selling people. They were selling to people who were living in the suburbs or in uh, city centers, who were disconnected from from society. Like they don't know where, you know, uh, where you're jeans come from why why are you know what i mean like uh, why am i wearing flannel uh what you lost me i think people who live in city centers in the suburbs oh they just want connection to the wild wild outdoors yeah, exactly they don't really want to be in it but this is a way to look in on it without having to deal with bugs and you know i don't know or people are just interested in getting back to that lifestyle to a certain extent you know maybe i should have a garden maybe maybe it made you consider that maybe i don't know if that's really the case but maybe because there's a couple of good gardening shows that I, I follow. You follow gardening shows? Gardens, gardens, gardens. Gardens he's, galore. He's making this up. Start a YouTube channel. Gardens galore. <laughs> um, Hello, no, welcome remember to my garden. When we had that, f- it wasn't the fiddle leaf, but I've actually looked up stuff for the fiddle leaf. Oh, but wasn't it Brad's? Uh, yeah. Brad something. Green's, uh, Brad's, Brad's greenhouse. greenhouse. Yes. And it was because we were trying to figure out the, uh, the orchid. Right. We never figured we it out. We killed it. Spoilers, it died. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Iris. I think that's what we called it. Maybe. Yeah. Sorry, Iris watching also because we named it after you and it died. I apologize. But that we've gone through quite a few orchids over the years. And then we just never bought them. I think anymore. everyone does. That's why they sell so, that's why there's such an orchid market. Trader Joe's has like fifty million of them. You should get a discount coupon code, like on right? your twelfth one, two, you get a free one. Get, when they die, get one for free. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, keep me hooked on your product. You I know? remember um, there was there's a psychiatrist that I love that that uh, I would go and see all the time, and he his office manager was really good at keeping. It's Doctor Serrani. Okay, one of his office managers was really good at keeping orchids alive. Oh, and they had like a ton of them. Is it just humidity? Is that the solution? Do you have to like have this a humid in an room? office building? So it was like AC. I can't imagine. I wonder if they had special lights. She said that they like to be forgotten about. And then missed it every so often, and she'd leave an ice cube in them. Sounds but like a solid like, plan. They were everywhere. And I was like, how do you keep these alive? Both Joanna and I were like, ours die immediately. I bring it home, and then it, 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 the days are numbered. <laughs> it's like it's like that uh, that show, The 24, where we'd be like, tink, 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 and the time goes down. Yeah. It's like you sit at home, and it's like, tink, 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 and it's like seven days. <laughs> you have seven days to just... It's going to die. I bet you that plant wishes it had that button pad that it could press like, yeah, be like outside. Water, dirt. less, more, help, sun. Help. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to kill me. But that's the thing. How is, would the plant do it though? With one of its leaves, you'd lean over. Maybe it's root. Oh yeah, his root. I am Groot. Oh yeah. I'm Groot. Look, oh. I'm Groot. I'm Groot. My favorite character. But I do, that's the thing about plants that I find so difficult is even though we have a hydrometer and shit, in our fiddle. I know. I here. felt pretty advanced once we had the, but I don't really use it. 
We, we don't. I checked the UV on it. Oh, to see if it's getting enough light? Yep. But the thing is, I think that like you're either underwatering or overwatering it and nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Although we heard about that new thing. You put the little clay and it drips into yeah, the Alexa system. Yeah, Alexa said to put the little... It looked like it was cute. It's like a little baby bird with its mouth open and you Ooh, fill you it with what? water. I'm going to put that. I'll, I'll ask them what the. Oh, yeah. What the link is. She I'll said she wanted Amazon. to test it out for a little bit longer. Bird. Bird water. Water. I'll put I'll, I'll ask her what it is. What do they call it? Because I've looked at them also because uh, the people we got the rubber plant from send me those updates all the time. Leon oh. and George. And they were saying that the hydro sticks, that's what they're called. And you can buy them on Amazon. There's a bunch of different kinds. Okay. But Alexis is really cute because it's like a little bird with its mouth open. We should uh, we should get one. I yeah. feel really bad about it. <laughs> this African violet here. I trimmed it up and, and it looks tried great to now, fix it a little bit. But welcome to another episode of Garden Chat with Katie <laughs> and Sean. It's called Don't Kill It. Please, God, do your best. Yeah. No, but that trying. plant, it, it was like it flew too close to the sun and it got too big. And then I overwatered it. It was just good. <laughs> and it ruined it. Well, Man, it shocked it. But it's so strong. Maybe it needed that. Like now, like its center bits look great. That's what she said. Welcome to uh, Garden <laughs> Chat. That flower is uh, anyway beautiful. I That you gave me for Valentine's Day like A eight years ago. ago or 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've kept her alive. She's She's okay. Excellent. Anyways, so so there's that. There is but, that. Yeah, we. I, I don't know. Do you guys have trouble with plants? Do you have any tips? Please do share. Because I even, when we tried to propagate Felicia's top, we cut her top off in the way that it's supposed to be cut at an angle. I sanitized the fucking shears. I got some shears just for this purpose so that we can clip plants. Yep. And I put it in water and I changed the water every week. And I did all the things. And that stick did not sprout one root i think it was probably genetically programmed to do that to not reproduce that's what sean believes yeah you think I mean, that she i think they can sterilize plants yeah. i was gonna say does she have her tubes tied yep it was i don't think that it was, or, uh, there was the little balls were uh trimmed i no, don't, a I don't know if it, uh, she had there was no consent <laughs> anyway so that's that's plants with the St. Louis. Yeah, a very good uh, segment. Hey, um, so I'm still seeing on our YouTube trending. Yes. Uh, we're being recommended Miley Ray Cyrus a lot. That's because you've been watching it. Is that how the algorithm works? So check it out. Sean uh, will... Okay, you guys. We watched it, you and pause. I. pause. Sean watched a bunch of... He likes old rock, so ACDC... Uh, I don't think you've watched the Tragically Hit, but it'll be like ACDC, uh, Guns N' Roses. Um, maybe you'll throw in a little bit of like, uh, I don't even know, The Cure. <laughs> maybe you'll go into like Rolling, publicly, rolling Stones. Yeah, a lot of Rolling Stones. So he watches like a certain number of things and then Miley... All well, of a sudden, he was just amazed at how good her voice is. And I was like, yeah, Miley Cyrus is, is awesome. She's she's amazing. He's like, I had no idea. This is amazing. He watches like four of her videos in a row. And he's like, I don't know why this keeps getting recommended to us. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, all you've been... And it's always like ACD, you know. And right. then it'll be a few like sci-fi things. My YouTube, because of what he watches <laughs> on YouTube on our TV, which is with my account, it has nothing recommended to me that I'm ever interested in. Well... <laughs> You know, it's like we see you like hard rock. I'm like, I really don't. 
the the system has to get smarter to know that it's a family account. You know. Well, I think because it's have not pro- your you it's not profiles. your YouTube account. It's just a, it's another account that we have. Yeah. Anyways, I, and I don't know we shouldn't talk profiles. about that stuff. Why? Because they're listening. Oh, no, I'm whatever. Just we give them all the information freely. Yeah. And then we're like surprised that they know it. No, but so. So, okay, Miley Ray Cyrus. Well, so. Which her, is just Miley, Miley Cyrus. Is that what it is now? That's what she says. Just, oh, okay. Yeah, I believe. Cool. Um, <laughs> another video came out and I was like, she can just sing. It's amazing. Her voice and, is amazing. But then I saw another video recommended a couple down and uh, mm-hmm. it was Janice Joplin. Oh, she's so good. Wow, so man. sad. Very sad. Also very esoteric, very bizarre, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was an artist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think her it was drugs and alcohol, were, but, yeah, she, but her mannerisms was, were very strange. And I was shocked. Sorry. I hijacked. No, I'm you sorry. can hijack away. I, I'm I was just, just having shocked. a conversation with you, Katie. Okay. Thanks, honey. I was just shocked at how young she was when she passed away. She was like 28 or something. So that's an example of holding space for someone. If anyone know, you know needs to know. That's not what it is, but, but thank you. <laughs> thank just, you. Should I delete that? No, it's okay. You're not a therapist and you're using the terms incorrectly, but that's okay. It, holding space would be like, I hear you. Tell me more. Oh, okay. Like I um, and then, but validating. But anyway, so. But Janice dropped like drugs and alcohol. You heard it here first, kids. It's dangerous because right. Homegirl looked like she was like 40. Wasn't that amazing? I was like, oh my God. Because then we started, Sean and I do this thing where we watch stuff on TV and then we ask each other questions we don't have answers to and then we Google them. Right. <laughs> Google is like a, a, a third person in, in the relationship. Oh, how are you doing this morning? And Google's like, good. How are you? I'm like, not you. Yeah. It's like, good morning, Sean. Would you like coffee? Yeah. Yes. I can't wait till it makes the coffee though. I don't think I need that. Oh, it'd be nice. We can program ours to just do it. You yeah, set it up at night. Can't talk Remember to my it. mom would do that when she was here. She's like, how come you guys don't do this? And I was like, didn't even know it existed, mom. Yeah. She's so resourceful. We're <clears> like, <throat> I just do the thing. I don't ask questions. Yeah. Don't read the manuals. Sean just sets it up for better, for worse. <laughs> just plug it in, let it go. <laughs> plug it Press in, the biggest plug button. it in. Um, but yeah, Janice Joplin, super talented, very bizarre in mannerisms and the way she'd be with people when they interview her. It's amazing that uh, through YouTube mainly, that's where we're seeing this, um, the amount of footage, like this backlog catalog of material of mm-hmm. all these people that, sure, you, I've seen some footage of Jimi Hendrix, but I'll be darned if the, every week there isn't something new that I haven't You'll seen be before. be darned. You knew that was coming when you said it. I'm trying to clean up my act, Katie. <laughs> I'm not good for it then. I <laughs> think no, I think I've gotten you know filthier saying? with my speak as I've gotten older. Ah, you're fine. You use it properly. Mm. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> it's hot in here. I'm not worried about it. Um, but, but yeah, so Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, but all of a sudden there's all this new material to discover. I just saw another video clip the other day uh, that came up in the recommended. And I was like, I have no idea what that's from. And then I guarantee you guys next week he's going to be like, I don't know why it's recommending so much Jimi Hendrix. No, what no, no. is with I, this? <laughs> I know why, but I also think that here, going back to uh, the Miley Cyrus thing, Mm -hmm. I believe that they also um, look at what videos are popular in general, Mm -hmm. and then they they push them out to people. Like your feed gets a little bit more choked up with some stuff that maybe they think as an organization that you would like more. I mean, that's, that's the problem with the trending tab. Right. 
Yeah, is, what is trending? Or it's not even trending. It's like what what they think should be doing well or what they've been paid to promote. It shouldn't be called trending. It should be called promotion. Paid yeah. prom- just a money sign. I'll just click on the money sign if I want to see who's paid for this shit. So that's kind of, the, that's malarkey, as some <laughs> might say. But Well, when you go to what's trending now, um, it's all like, maybe the things are trending, but it's all hyper-commercialism. Yeah. It, it's crazy. I was looking at it, just kind of curious, and I went on to it today, and the things that I, were, I was seeing, um, the new Sony PlayStation is coming out, mm-hmm. and people are losing their minds for like the new device that is going to be here. And so there's pre-advanced showings, and there's, you know, with people bated are breath. People maybe? Yeah, totally. I mean, remember, it's a big deal. And Phil DeFranco was talking about the fact that that one video game was like delayed again, and people are losing their minds. And right. And I was like, I saw some of I that don't know, online. Play the other video games you got, weirdo. Right. Yeah, just Chill wait. Out. Wait for the good thing to come. You some know? things take time in life. Yeah. Wait. Unless you prepaid for it. If you prepaid for it and you're not getting it, then I'd be bummed. In the words of Larry, wait. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> you guys at our. I'm making a reference to the fact that in Los Angeles and in Santa Monica, especially, almost all of our crosswalks have this thing where they they talk to you. So. But it's a weird robotic, not real voice. So when you're, let's say we're down at Third Street and you need to cross, it'll, when you walk up to it, if it's already red and you can't cross, it says, wait, wait, wait. And then when it goes, it goes, and then the walk sign will come up and says, walk sign to cross Santa Monica Boulevard, walk sign to cross. And then it starts again. Once it starts the red blink, it's like, wait, wait. And so Larry thought that was so funny. Because it is kind of a strange thing, and you just—we're kind of like it's a little bit to more it. modern of a, you know, of a city. In well, terms especially of for people who are are blind or have a tough time getting around. Fantastic! For yeah. you did a great job explaining it because it, it's such a fantastic tool for anyone who, and also if someone's a little hard of hearing, and you know, yeah, because uh, it's a, a certain little bit elderly. It, mm-hmm. um, maybe your vision isn't great, but you have the reassurance that the signage is going to help you, and I think that's pretty. Pretty amazing it's to pretty go advanced. from. Yeah, but 50 Larry years ago, Larry mm-hmm. hadn't seen them before or whatever, and this is like a couple of years ago now. But so forever, when we'd be like, uh, you know, getting ready for dinner when they were visiting, and he'd be like, "Wait, <laughs> wait, I'm not ready." It was like an ongoing joke. So we still do it to this day randomly when we're like waiting for something. He'd be like, "We gotta wait, gotta wait." <laughs> we're imitating the machines. Yeah, look at us. Yeah, ha 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 ha. So funny. <laughs> and when they really start to shake, or we'll we'll imitate them as well, just to. To blend in. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So do we have letters? It looks like we've got letters. Oh. Or are those your notes? Oh, I have the notes. The font is like size 27 this week, so we need to get you glasses, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> There's one. It starts there at mailbag. Oh, okay. Oh, mailbag. I, I like thought, it. I thought that could be a good segment name. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Hello there. Well, hi do iris here i've led a pretty embarrassing life so far and i'm here to entertain you with my suffering <gasps> i'm so excited iris thank you thanks for sharing it says when i was a wee little kid my parents took me to the fair and it was the place to be candy everywhere scary rides and the sweet sweet sound of screaming children it was never really popular so i felt the need um i felt the need to make up for it by being the biggest badass to ever walk the grounds of that fair this was gonna be my year I was going to rule this grade. Spoiler alert, I did not. Did I say that wrong? 
I was never really popular. Oh, I was, I think I said it. I was never really popular. So I felt the need to make up for it in a big, big way. Be the biggest badass ever to walk the grounds that fair. Okay. Sorry, Iris. My bad. This year, the pendulum ride was the coolest thing to ever exist. Ooh, the pendulum ride. Mm-hmm. So I naturally went on it two times in a row. I went back to my family, chugged some yogurt drink, and was good to go again because... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Because children wait. are insane like that. Okay. We are insane like that. We're like, slam a corn dog and eat a drink a milkshake and go back out. And a yogurt drink. A yogurt drink. When I was done with my drink, one of the coolest guys at the school came up to me because he had heard that I had the guts to go on that scary ride and asked me to go with him. <gasps> my brain wasn't used to attention from boys, so of course I said yes. We went on it and had a blast. But the second it stopped, I had this strange urge to start running. So I did, but not fast enough. I started projectile vomiting bright pink yogurt drink onto a girl that was waiting in the queue. <laughs> I stood there in disbelief for a second, and I ran. I am fast. I am very fast, like Forrest Gump. <laughs> Needless to say, things did not work out with the boy. <laughs> hey, if he can't deal with you at projectile vomiting, he doesn't get you at your best, you know? It's like, you gotta put, you gotta put in... So what is the, if he doesn't, if he doesn't love you at this, then he doesn't deserve you at that. It's Boom, like a roasted. Thing. Boom, roasted. <laughs> that was really good. That's Iris. a good story. I like it. That's really funny. <clears throat> I definitely puked at fairs a lot as a kid. Um, Did you have one that you went to on the regular? Like every year you looked forward to it? The Southwest Washington Fair. Tell me it was about our this fair. fair. So it's usually at the end of August every year. And we had, I don't even remember the ride names, honestly, okay. because I haven't been in uh, like 18 years. I'm sure they were amazing names, like the, right. the Cyclotron or the... I know. I, there was one, I think it was a Scrambler, Ooh. where you're in a cage and you flip around and it flips, like you flip and you're going in a circle. Um, I feel like it's called Scrambler. And that one I really liked. And utter Barfarama. Right? See, that one, no, that the ones that were Barfaramas for me yeah like and this is now i'm switching to disneyland not the local fair because like the teacup type rides okay the spinning like that yeah barfarama every time barfarama and the ones that push you up against the thing and you're like the, you know it spins oh yeah that so one fast. that one messes with me so the gyrotron a, or whatever everyone has a different name i don't even know okay. gravitron okay but my dad so my dad if like you guys don't know him and he's passed away now but he was super gregarious outgoing like total good time charlie like always down to have a good time and he i guess as a kid fucking loved that fair and so but my dad also throws up really easily has a very weak stomach so when he's a kid he he'd probably eaten yogurt drink or chicken sandwich lord only knows and he gets on the gravitron with his friends because he's like kind of not bullied but like come on come on we're going okay i'm gonna be cool i'll get on it <clears throat> dad ralph's on the ride and because it's spinning Ooh. it gets everybody oh Blah. no yeah and then oh i can't handle that <laughs> and he he's like oh no it's, and I was like, well, what'd you do? And he's like, I wiped my face, put it on my shirt and was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> That's quick thinking. He's pretty quick on his feet. I like that. I thought that was so funny. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like farting in an elevator. You just, you're like who did that 
terrible. People are disgusting. I think that one's <laughs> way worse, though. What you just described is the ultimate. Wow. The thing that sucks about it is that everyone's days was was ruined. Like they had to, like you can't go walking around with throw up on. You have to like, oh, no. leave the fair and come back. Anyway, funny. So you're not alone, Iris, and that gave me a good giggle. It happens the best. Your eyes are watering. It really hard. made me giggle. Yeah. But I, I remember after going in the Gravitron or the Scrambler or a combination of both, the thing for me is I can't do too many back to back, which sounds like might have been your problem too, Iris. I can't do too many rides back to back. Even roller coasters at Six Flags, the one time I went, if I go on like two or three, then I have to take a break or I will get sick. But as a kid, I didn't know that yet. And so I'd go on a bunch of rides and then I would know I was going to be sick. And I'd be like, you guys just got to wait for me. And I'd just stand by one of the garbage cans. And then I'd be like, Bleh. and then I'd be like, okay, Ooh. good to go. Off we wow. go. <laughs> I think everyone is a type. When you go to the park, everyone has issues. You yes. know, uh, even the smell, I can just smell it. Oh, the yeah. weird, like metal grease mixed with fried food and throw up. Yeah. And then they move to the, the wooden uh, smell. Like you'd go through. <clears throat> we did not have those. The lineups going to the, oh, you're talking about the fair. Yes. I'm thinking about, at this point, uh, parks. Uh, oh, no, no. You know, like amusement just, parks. Oh, no, no. I was just talking just the fair. Okay. Like the, the local fair. Gotcha. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's interesting. But you guys were all into, you had a whole different experience going to your fair. Mine was in the suburbs. So they would put in a shopping mall parking lot. You guys, it sounds oh. like you were... <clears throat> you know, literally in the countryside. Well, it was in the fairgrounds. We had the fairgrounds. You had to drive out to the fairgrounds. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have fairgrounds. We had uh, suburbs. a parking lot, <laughs> <laughs> and then there'd be like a community park and a community pool, and then more suburbs, and then a school, then more suburbs. No, no. Boulevard after boulevard of blatant. Uh, no. Okay. Well, anyways, we had fairgrounds. That sounds lovely. Tell me about this. You've seen them in Washington when we've driven around. I'm like, there's the fairgrounds. And oh, it's like a bunch of just, it's like a huge parking lot, but there's yeah. buildings and structures that are there. One of my favorite parts about the fair was the animals. I had a lot of friends in the, people reminded us in the comments last time we talked about this kind of thing, the future yeah. farmers of America, the yeah, FFA. 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 FFA, and then the uh, there was one more that somebody had mentioned. I was like, yeah, we had that too. Now I forget again. But I love to go see the animals that people are showing because my friend Mark was really into showing cows. Like you made a lot of money off of it as he got older. I was like, man, I should have gotten into that FFA. Yeah. But he showed cows and Well, there's a real business. And, I mean, I yeah. think a lot of people uh, for a long time talked down uh, about you know, the, the country, mm -hmm. you know, it's as if it's dumb or this, that. I oh, mean, yeah, I, yeah. I've no, joked about just... it on the podcast before when I make a, a silly accent, sometimes I'll do. Yeah. I'm like, why are you doing that accent? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the truth is that there's a ton of industry. Uh, it's just different business. It's different business. And there's a lot of smarts. There's mm -hmm. a lot of know-how. Like if your vehicle breaks, who's going to fix it? You don't have to go to the mechanic necessarily. No, your you, dad. you have some know-how. Your dad take it all the way apart and put it all the way back together. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> His dad is always doing that. He's like, I'm going to, damn it, I got to take that engine apart again. And I'm like, yeah. you got to, or you just like to, I think he likes to tinker with cars I think and stuff. he loves mechanics. But you need, as my dad would call them, you need a gearhead right. in your life because they'll help you fix stuff like yep. that. But yeah, so Mark, a funny story about Mark. And I hope he's not listening because he's he probably like, really, Katie? But you guys don't know him and that's fair. But so he was part of FFA and he did like showed showed cows. I don't even know what the proper terms are. Like, I'm probably fucking this up. Anyway, he would travel all over and show his cows. 
and made all this money and we were all Wait, super jealous. So I'm a little lost. How mm -hmm. do you go from showing them to making money? Do you sell them like I, for food? I think you win oh. and you win money and you also can sell them, but that would, you'd be going to, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Cause you guys seem to know more. Please email us with all the dirty deets, O T D M pod at gmail.com. Anyways. Um, I think he would win. Okay. That's my understanding. Like a show cow. Yeah. So he'd brush it. I guess so. Chows are chows. Cows are majestic. You put lipstick on it and give it some eyebrows. Yeah. Give give Betty a you know a little bow or something. Yeah. Get her all dressed up. It was like a buttermilk cow that was on the package of you exactly. know the best butter. It's a happy cow. Yeah. It's a um, show cow. But a Hollywood would, cow, you could say. Okay. Okay. Enough with the cows. So he would make money anyway. And when we were got, getting ready to go to college after that summer, he had like been able to he was able to pay for his school. Okay. Like he was had all this money he'd saved up and i was like damn i yeah. should have gotten involved in this anyway so mark's a great guy he's one of like our core little friend group and he meets this girl at uh and i might be fucking this up but i think she showed cows also and so they met when they would go to these different events. Like he'd be in like Oklahoma and then it'd be like Nebraska and circuit, Texas. A and, circuit of sorts. Yeah. And you'd be all over showing your cows, I guess. Wow. So anyway, it was a big ordeal and they met. Probably a lot of fun. Yeah. They met and they were going to get married. For the cows. I'm sure the cows are having a good time too. Super They're like, excited. Moo. Good to see you again. Moo. On the highway, you swish your tail. Your you buddy swish sees your you. tail. Hey, there he goes. Hey, there. Here's no. my show cow friend. I'm a show cow too. Moo. Um, Anyway, it's <laughs> the way I see it anyways. Okay. Okay. Yes. Anyway, they were going to get married and we were like, oh my God, they're so young. No judgments. People could get married young, but all of most of my friends, I think I was one of the first to get married. I think Abba got married and that was it. The only other person before us. Right. I had one friend that I grew up with that got married younger, but that was just one and you know, that's it. <clears throat> so I was like, wow, he's getting married. I think we were like 20 or something. I was like, shit, Mark, like. Sow your wild oats, do whatever, figure out who you are, then find somebody. And we were all getting excited because we were away at college. So I was like, oh, I get to like meet up with everybody. We'll come back for, for Mark's wedding and stuff. And then this was just because it's a funny story to me because we were, you know, gossip in a small town, right? So he's getting married, doing well, blah, 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 blah. And then out of the blue, we all get this email that just says that the, it says wedding. That's the subject line. And it just says, Hello, I'm writing to inform you that the wedding is no longer happening. Oh, no. And it has been canceled. Oh. I'm sorry for any inconvenience. Best Mark. And I was like, what? And then he wouldn't pick up any of our calls. We didn't know what was happening. I guess they just broke up. But it was the first, we were like, oh. But what? no one knew Mark well enough to, you were kind of like in, in that friendship level of like, I was you haven't like talked one, to him. In, yeah, I mean, I I talked to him, but like, I wasn't gonna call him on this. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not the one that he's like calling to tell his secrets to or anything. Ooh, that's anyway, a tough one. My friend Ashley and I had a lot of fun talking about him, trying to figure out what had happened because oh, no yeah. one he wouldn't talk to anybody. So then, then the gossip. Oh. Ooh, gossip. <laughs> <laughs> What's your I went if, off uh, on a story tangent. Did you concoct? We figured. What was the best theory? We the think he was one. cheating. Because there was this other girl that didn't live far away. Because this girl lived far away, like in Oklahoma or somewhere. Were and, they college buddies or uh -huh. something? Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This college buddy, I think, was more than a buddy. And then, surprise, surprise, 
You, you got what I need. When you say Say he's just just a friend. friend. But then they ended up, I don't know if they got married, but then he ended up dating the girl that I was cheating with her on. And we were like, gosh, that's a sad story. A sad, sad story. I mean, he was a kid. Yeah. Well, that's it, right? 20. Come on. We were what are like, jeez. You can't even drink legally at your own wedding yet. Can't Ooh. even toast champagne. Sweet mama jamma. <laughs> so it was probably for the best. Yeah. And I think the girl that he was getting married to was even younger. Ooh. So. Yeah. Wild, young, and crazy. Yeah, right? Oh. I mean, again, no offense, no judgment. I just feel like. Wild, young, and free. Yeah, that's... Sometimes you just need to figure out who you are first before you go saddling up with someone forever. Well, and that's why it happened the way it did, it right? Did. So they it's, didn't get married. It's just... But the email a, was so, like... What a funny story I for I regret him. to inform you. It was so formal. I think I might still have it. Oh, I'd love to. If you trotted that out, that'd be great. Yeah. It sounds like a Wes Anderson film. It does kind of... And, and it's like you read it and you're like, hmm. And then you imagine, like, what's her name with the... Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's character. Was it Margot? Yeah. She'd be like, hmm. Oh. I love the and royal. And she's like sad, and then she goes sits in the tub. The but, royal tenon bombs is mm-hmm. one of my all time favorite films. Yeah, so good. It's so interesting. The characters are so great. I, I love Wes Anderson films. I love the the royal. What was that hotel called? The something hotel. Oh yes, I'm gonna look it up. It was so good. Yeah the 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 <clears throat> great something hotel. It's like the great people yeah. are shouting at us right now. I know I right. Oh, he's done so many good films, though. Can't name. Oh, Life Aquatic uh, with Steve Zissou. That was a the, fantastic one. The Budapest and, Hotel, something. Oh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. There you go. Thank you. Oh, so good, so good. Yeah, that was a good one. Hmm. He does a lot of great films, and there's a lot of detail. He's an mm. artist, you know, and and cinematically, it's great. Uh, yeah, like you're talking the, about the letter, the like, scripts. It would be like, yeah, and you'd see it hitting. The paper. I heard he was so methodical about uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Whether this is true or not, I don't know. But um, the game room that Mm -hmm. they have in the movie where Mm -hmm. uh, they they have the games from their uh, childhood Uh and the board games. When you go in there, he had on a string the light switch Mm -hmm. uh, dangling from the ceiling. And it was a Monopoly piece. So he had... He had done this house, like thing. everything, because I think they may have like just transformed a ton of sets or an old home. That yeah, they I think they converted. transformed an old home. I could be wrong, but everything was uh, examined for detail. And that's it really shows, right? When yeah. you see his films, you may not always like them, but when you see a well-crafted piece of art, whether it's a film, whether yeah. it's uh, a photo, well, whether it's a song. And the fact that you know that, though, I think gives it another level where then you're like, oh, well, this then you can really dive into it because for instance, because I know Wes Anderson is so thoughtful about what he creates. Yeah. When you're looking at the Royal Tenenbaums and you're looking at, I think it's Margot is her name, but I could be wrong. I think you're right. But then you're like, Oh, cause I, I, obvious. Some things are obvious, but maybe not obvious is like, she's sitting in a bathtub and she has the, the TV like barely propped up and you're like, Oh, she's depressed. Like that TV's barely propped up because she's like, I don't know if I want to live or not. Like, and I know that sounds really dark to people and it is, but it's like he thought about everything. Like, how do we show this without saying it? How do we demonstrate what's going on in a bigger way? And it it leads. I love puzzles like that where you can keep watching something and keep finding something. And that's new. what cinema is, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of cinema is the art of motion picture. It's pictures in motion, mm-hmm. and that's how you're going to tell a story. So often people use the crutch of the voiceover 
Uh, mm-hmm. Although they do use in that film, it's done properly. Yeah. But so many people use uh, the voiceover or um, having the character say the dialogue instead of explaining something through the use of cinematic technique. And when you see a really good film, and the the director is really good, and mm-hmm. the cameraman's really good, and it's it's a dance. You know, the lighting director, it's wonderful. Yeah, um, but that's why I love. I think it's called The Shape of Water. Oh, it was such a good film. I watched it on a flight when we flew places and there was a lot of silence it was almost like a silent film okay some of it there wasn't even i mean there there is language like i'm not telling it's a silent film but there's a lot to it and a lot of whole scenes where there's not much much script to it right and it's beautiful i loved it but anyway yeah so royal tannenbaum's man such a good film it is it is okay so i'm gonna totally switch gears sure are you ready it on me i've got my note and this note says i don't like cold food or leftovers do you is this just me okay (laughs) (laughs) uh i like the notes that i keep i like cold leftovers yes sean Mm. loves cold leftovers it was funny Cold pizza cold chicken cold cold hamburger yeah cold vegetables that were like formerly stir-fried when it's congealed Mm. that sweet sweet I love it. Cold food, man. Hmm. But not at night. At night, I like a warm meal. <laughs> <laughs> like it's for so dinner. Weird. Yeah. But lunch, I'll eat anything. I'm a Hoover. Yeah, Shauna is a Hoover. Yeah. It's funny. The reason I wrote it down is because I was talking to my grandma about this uh, the other day. Because we, we're in love with our pressure cooker slash crock pot thing. That's like, it's like an Instapot. And it can cook an entire like three to four pound chicken, like a yes. whole chicken in like 20 minutes. 25 minutes. It's amazing. I, I'm blown away we're, by we're this blo- technology. We're constantly blown away by it. But I think this is something that's existed for 100 years, maybe thousands. Well, pressure cookers have existed <laughs> for a long time, but the Instapot came out, like, remember two years ago or whatever, my yeah. mom got one, and that was when they, we got it for for Christmas. And that was like when they were really popular and coming out. But the I was telling my grandma about this, like, we can put a whole chicken in there, Graham. You got to get one of these. It's amazing. And I was like, yeah, the chicken, when Sean goes to pull it out, it's like fall off you can't the bone. Pull it out. It's like legs fall. It's crazy. And she was like, wow. She's amazed. And well, when I went to pick it up, do you remember with the mm-hmm. tongs, the darn thing, and not to be gross, but the the skin and the muscles, everything slipped off the bones and we were left with like a carcass. Like That's like not a true. Cat Sean, it clean. Sean's making it out to be like a cartoon. It's amazing. We don't live in a cartoon. It wasn't this that isn't good, but it was pretty close. This isn't who framed Roger Rabbit. We this felt like that. Real- Remember, you were like, oh, oh, it's slipping. Well, I knew it was. We kind of prepared for it. Yeah. But the legs definitely fell right off. It was amazing. Anyway. That so tender, was, folks. Is that tender? And this isn't an ad, but it should be. If you order now, <laughs> we will send you two of them because who doesn't need two pressure cookers? Everybody doesn't need two. Right. Anyway. So I was telling my grandma about this. She was like, oh, that's amazing. I was like, yeah, and you can eat on that for a few meals. That's like, you know, it's easy. We can just cook it once. And then we, you know, I said, I turned some of it into chicken salad and had that. And she was like, oh, I love cold leftovers. My grandma is like Sean and I'm like Papa. Papa did not eat leftovers ever, like ever. Unless my grandma like re-prepared them into something else. Oh, wow. It's really funny. And so anyway, I was like, oh, Graham, you're like Sean. And she's like, you don't like leftovers, sis? And I was like, I don't mind leftovers. Like, I'll, I'll eat them, but I have to heat them up, you yeah. know, and I have to like kind of make them into what they should have been or what they can be now. And she was like, you're missing out. Nothing like, and then she was going through all the things, nothing like a meatloaf sandwich, like cold oh, meatloaf. Yeah. And, and I'm like, eh, it's terrible. It's so good. 
I was like, that's terrible. And she's like, you sound like your grandfather. He would never. And I was like, I just can't. And I don't know what it is, but you're like, you are a Hoover. Like, I don't know. I get grossed out by food so easy. And I don't know why that is, but you do not. No, I just like all food. I mean, there are things that I don't like, but for the most part, you know, it's good. If it's, if it's meant for consumption, I'm like, yeah. It's if okay. It fits, it ships. I do it... not like things that are near, <laughs> nearly spoiled or spoiled. That's crazy. When some people have cast iron stomachs, I'm like, oh, no, Larry. No, no, no. Yeah. My mom would be like, this is bad. And he's like, I'll eat it. And he's like, that lunch meat, it's not that bad. <laughs> You're like, turkey should not be slimy, dude. Oh, that is not. Remember when you ate that bad turkey? Yeah. I think we probably told them we about talked this about already. It. But yeah. <sighs> but I love fermentation. I love things that are fermented. I like kimchi. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean that we talked about this before. We yeah. we, we brewed beer. We're gonna run kimchi. out of stories real quick. No. Here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, making yeah. kimchi is the next adventure at some point. Maybe mm-hmm. next year. Yeah, maybe. In the year two thousand and twenty one. Yeah. <clears throat> twenty one. Yeah. We launch our kimchi brand. Take over the world. I don't I mean that's a stinky house. Yeah. <laughs> All you guys make is egg salad and kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> they've gone smell like crazy fats. yeah it's all fats in that house. <laughs> oh that's not good you know what i thought was interesting and we talked about the uh how two shows that we enjoyed kind mm-hmm. of dovetailed um heather hying and she had talked about kids should be uh learning uh puzzle solving skills uh to mm. I don't remember her talking about it, but I like her. So, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. She was talking about that kids should learn how to uh, problem solve because that makes them more resilient and therefore mm-hmm. less susceptible to uh, radical ideology. You oh, know, yeah, or, and or influence, like outside Joining influence. a cult or, you yeah. know, whatever. You're yeah. you're resilient because you've learned to solve problems throughout. So that's on the Dark Horse podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, we heard uh, Joey, oh, Joey Diaz, Diaz. Mm-hmm. talking about, um, you know, his, his kid here when they were living here they weren't able to go outside really and play as much and wasn't they weren't able to be around other kids because of the pandemic yeah uh but when they moved back east they were able to do these things because it's a little different um for whatever reason right yeah well she entertains herself yeah the kids entertain themselves as they run around town kind of thing and well not town but in their community so that's a kid building resiliency as Uh opposed to being locked up under the pandemic you know at, at home in an apartment but maybe now you have a yard and a safe neighborhood where everyone knows each other. He also the said suburbs. something about how he, in his experience, in Los Angeles, parents pay to entertain their children. Right. They don't teach their children to entertain themselves. It, okay, so that's the that's the idea distilled, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And going back to uh, Heather Hying mm-hmm. talking about uh, kids building resiliency mm-hmm. by problem solving and learning how to lead a life like that, so you're resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking, did I have experiences like that as a kid that mm-hmm. made me uh, either A, susceptible to joining a cult? A cult. <laughs> Are you, Would this, I join a cult? This is the show. Are you susceptible to joining a cult? The lights going. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to ask you a series of questions. And uh, depending on how you answer, we'll, we'll know more about you, you mm-hmm. know. But I thought about it. I was like, as mm-hmm. a kid, did I... I'm sure you did. Cause did I problem solve or did I uh, just get spoon fed content? Cause I did really enjoy television. Yeah. But growing up, it we didn't have as much television available. We didn't either. We had like three channels in English and the rest were in French. <laughs> the uh, Fr- 
Yeah. And they were fine, but it was like, you know. It's terrible television you guys have up there. Well, it depends on where you are. But yeah, for the most part, it's not, it's not as, (laughs) it's just a different marketplace. So you have different shows and. Yeah. But. I remember. That aside. So when I was wondering, like, did I have experience like this or did I consume a lot of uh, media? I think the answer was I was still of that generation where we were, and I think people still do this to this day, but. I was actually doing things, you know, problem solving. And I remember mm-hmm. a story of PJ, uh, my cousin. Mm-hmm. We were at his house uh, for the weekend. Okay. Or maybe it was like in summertime, but like we, we had a weekend. And they had a computer there where you could uh, enter basic code. So like a Commodore 64. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. Yeah. And the two of us, um, I think I brought a PC magazine with me. I was like, you know, a little nerd, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, uh, maybe 11 years old. Well, your dad was into computers at that time too. So you totally. probably had access to that information. So you're like, want to figure it out? I'll get my dad's stuff. I'll be right over. Totally. You know? That's exactly what was happening. And um, I used to go to the computer store. I would buy discs with like, th- you know, I, I grew up in this sort of era of early computer, early personal computers. Anyways, um, I just think that, where was I at with it? Shit. I was... Oh, it was problem solving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Got yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, problem solving with PJ. We sat there with this PC magazine and we had, it was like 20 pages of code that you could. Um, oh, like things you could put in. Yeah, because I remember there were certain commands you could give it at yeah. the time when you had. We, Back in the day, you guys, when you open a computer, it would just be like DOS. Exactly. It's like a black screen with like a little blinking cursor thing. Yeah, disk operating system. Mm-hmm. And and from there, you could jump into like basic or things like this, mm-hmm. uh, pro- programming you do like environments. Windows, WIN, like you'd have to like give D-I-R it. DIR slash W. You'd have to give it all the commands yeah. and you need to direct to. So you almost had to be. This was before the visual interface with a mouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We sat there and we entered page after page after page of code. It took us two days, Katie, PJ and I, you know, this, and what we were building was a video game that was like called hearts and diamonds. Oh, you could put in the code and it would build. Wow. I never did that. I remember there was a picture of it. We just had leisure. It was like, build your own video. No, this is way before that. Build your own video game visually you know and they showed a little character that had a bow and arrow mm-hmm. but it was so bad the graphics like i'm sure it's, it's like two bit you know not even eight yeah. bit, it's two bit and like, uh, mm-hmm. he's got a bow and arrow and they showed in one frame him being able to aim like this and then at the, the top of the frame were like these red hearts so he would shoot at the hearts oh okay. is what they were trying to tell you the gotcha. game would do but they didn't have that much information or just like yeah, but you were like we can build our own game exactly so we punched in the code day in Day a out. day out, you and PJ. <laughs> and he probably doesn't even remember. He's like, what? I don't, uh, anyways, but like, it wasn't he me. may remember. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so we punched in and we get to the end and I've got to go home that afternoon. You know, my parents are coming to pick me up. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it works. Cross your fingers. Hit enter. Hit run. <laughs> the little compiler. A video game appears on the screen. <gasps> now this is before oh. color. So you have like... Uh, it's like black and white or kind of green. It was green, green, and, green. and black. Why did they Except green? I think they had an amber screen. And so oh. it was orange. And that was like, Ooh. it was right before color kicked in, but you know, before RGB. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the game shows up on the screen. RGB, just for clarification. Red, green, blue? Mm-hmm. Just people might think 
Oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. RBG. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. It sounded a lot like it. And I was like, just for clarification, that's for a her, color palette. We had video games. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, yes. It was amazing, though. The game pops up. And so we, you solved sure your enough, problem. We well, no. We had to play the game. But time is running out. My parents are going to be there any minute, you know? We press right on the keyboard. We press left on the keyboard. He dashes to the left. He dashes to the right. You press the up arrow. He pulls back. He lets it go. And right as he gets to like about the middle of the screen, it goes. And then the program crashes. It had a bug. <laughs> and then my parents showed up and we're like, oh, no, what happened? You know, like we don't mm-hmm. have any idea what we did wrong. But what we did do is like a high five. We got the game up. It ran. Basically, it was like a, a really boring episode of Stranger Things. <laughs> you know, this was 1985, and we, yeah. we, we, we were just into but these little computers. But you kept yourself engaged and entertained. Oh, and we dreamt big, like, there's going to be multi-levels in the next version, and, and he'll be able to, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. start thinking about what the game could oh, be. And you, do, and you do all the fun, like, the funny pretend imaginative play. Yeah. Like Nick and I used to love doing imaginative play. Nick loved imaginative play on his own. Like he would uh, pretend he was at war when he was younger. He'd have like a wooden sword thing. Yeah. And he'd be in the front yard or the backyard or like out in the field. Yeah. Whoa. Fighting off people. The gift of imagination is wonderful. And, you know, it's a shame that we kind of live lives that that sometimes squishes the imagination because you have to do things out of necessity, like your, your work. But when someone actively pursues passions or or has an imagination as an adult, uh, I'm sure Nickel it, does. I'm sure he does. But yeah. it's amazing, you know, like when people really, when you talk to somebody, and, and as an adult, when you talk to a younger person and they have a vivid imagination, mm-hmm. you're like that's so cool. It, yeah. No, it, it is. It is. You really want to cool. foster that, you know? Well, because it it's you get to create any world you want. And I think that's really, really powerful and good and great. Yeah. I remember we used to play a lot of like the floors, lava type games Oh yeah, in our house and outside. And it's actually how I got one of the scars on my knees because, Do you tell. um, cause I was never really like a girly girl, but I, I wanted to be, I like dresses. I love twirly dresses. always have, but it was my first time like dressing up like a girl being like a girly girl and look did me wrong. So like, I was really fast as a kid compared to the people that were around me. So who knows how fast I was, but you had to go from one. So it was like, it wasn't even like the floor is lava for this game, but it was like, I don't even know what these wood dowels we had. They were kind of like posts, but they were short posts and they were on either side of our driveway. And so it was like, mm, maybe as tall as this table. So maybe like three, four feet tall. Decorative posts. Yeah. And I would stand on one and then, there were, there were three of us. So it'd be like one of us standing on the other. I think one of, I don't know if it was one of my cousins or if it was one of Nichols' friends, probably one of his friends. But you'd stand and then the person in the middle is supposed to stop both of you and tag you out before you got to your other safety. Oh, so you're yeah. like, swip, swap, swip, swap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Anyway, I was pretty quick and I was also smaller yeah. because I was younger by like four years. So I could, I thought I could get around. So I got around the first time. Yeah. And you climb up and you're like, hey, you know, and then. I just want to compliment you on your storytelling i love it whenever you go off on these like recollections <laughs> it's really fun I, i'm right there go ahead and then so our driveway was gravel like thin gravel okay and then uh the next time i think it was nick that was in the middle i jumped down and my i did like a you know like a 
football move like hoo ha fake him out da, da, and then you run but i had like these girly chintzy sandals on it was oh, summertime yeah. obviously there i remember them white leather with like holes in them kind of and they had no grip they were not i go down oh i land on my right knee yeah the gravel goes in oh and i was like in my little kid brain the kid version of god damn it and i got tagged and i was and then you have to go in the middle then you're the one in the middle but, but and I had um, to go inside because my mom had to dig the gravel bleeding. out of my knee. Yeah. Mm. That's a rough one. <laughs> you know, and uh, that's how you built your shoe empire. Shoe la la. <laughs> you have one Called, experience like that where you blow out a, a girly little sandal. Right? And why, uh, you're like, why does a little girl have to wear girly little sandals? Well, you're like, why I need grip, soles? Baby. I'm an athlete, I'm you a, know. I want to be cute, but I also want to kick some ass. They better make shoes for young girls that are athletic and not just like you know i mean, what I, mean? I, I had sneakers if, but i wanted to look cute with the my white sandals because i'd been i don't know i think we got to church in the morning or some shit okay. no lord only knows we'll ask him he should know but i um i agree because there's all sorts of uh tina fey has talked about this and i don't know if it's in her book bossy pants or in another one another thing but how girls jeans and shorts and skirts don't have real pockets right they're like faux pockets and even women's clothes don't have real pockets like it'd be like this pretend you must be incensed by that because it I drives know, me crazy i know your love of pockets i love a pocket because whenever you get a new article of clothing like a dress. you usually come out and you show it off and you do a twirl like this and you go pockets and it also and, has pockets yeah and you put exactly that's always and you say it with like because <laughs> like it's a cherry on t- it's perfect maybe uh that's a business just pockets all and you can stitch the pocket onto any article you want we just sell pockets everybody's walking around with opposite outside pockets pockets. call them outside they hang around your neck you want court (laughs) they hang around your neck is that for real there were those things back in the day off of a hat that you could put your hand do you remember those silly things oh i bet you they sell them in portland they probably do yeah i'm sure they do you and your tam tam sticks and your you know hacky sack and your Pocket the 90s thing. are alive in portland but i remember they were like funny little hats and it came over your ears and the thing from your ears went down and you could put your it was like pockets for your hands that's keep cool. your hands warm like the spin doctors probably wore that P- probably <laughs> oh my god the spin doctors Two prints, da, 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 da. it's actually a badass jam i really like we that put album. it on recently and i was like wow i haven't heard the song in forever and it's good still pretty good going strong pretty pretty good so that was my uh trending story there oh you know what's happening what's happening uh snowboard season is starting up soon i know and i'm getting word of which mountains are open which one i think mammoth is opening oh yeah it? i think a lot of people are going to go follow for them it. on instagram look done properly social distancing at a ski hill i think would work you know i we saw it work with the bubble in hockey in basketball Excuse me. Um, and so like... How is that the same? Well, I think what I mean is that you can operate a business without people uh, getting sick. Yes. So, However, you could not compare going to a ski hill for the weekend as a bubble that they did in NHL. No, you can't. But you can because it's... it Usually they're like isolated towns. So... But people are going to come in, man. Sure. Uh, but maybe they have quick PCR tests or whatever they call them. Or maybe they have uh, temperature gauges or not temperature gauges, but a thermometer. Temperature gauges. <laughs> All right. We got another one. <laughs> got them with the temperature gauge. <laughs> <It's> like, Ow. <laughs> hey, this doesn't look like a ski hill uh, lift. Uh, where are they taking us? Okay. 
Yeah, right. And cook you. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I mean, I don't think that's maybe. Well, but what's the cost of that? I don't know. And they're already hurting. I'm sure. Yep. And I hope that they open. I hope that they open uh, at a reduced capacity in some ways, so mm-hmm. that you're not waiting in line because waiting in line is where you're you're grouped up. Mm-hmm. Now you are waiting in line outside, so that's a plus. The airflow is you know maybe carrying the virus away, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe you're too close for someone to at you. So I would at prefer you. that the someone line. To at you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want someone to at you at me. I don't want to or be at, at you. you. Uh, at you at you or at me. <laughs> But you know, I but I hope that for their sake as businesses that they're able to run some sort of capacity. Um, I do too. But the thing that I like, we've talked about this a little bit. I think they make the the majority of their money off of the money that's spent in food, yeah, and alcohol. So are they going to have to raise the price of tickets? Merch. Do you I see like not. that being? That's the thing because it's already solution? squeezing us out. Yeah, we don't go because we already think it's expensive. It's too expensive. I mean, not that we don't go, but. We uh, we certainly won't commit to more than seven days. Well, we used to get season passes. Yeah, but then those got too expensive. It's crazy. Like we were paying like I think five fifty when we first did it, and then up to six six seventy five or something. And then it was like twelve hundred. <clears throat> right. Also, it's we were super jump. broke at the time when that changed over, and I was like, "Well, fuck, I'm out." Yeah, we we had to tap out. We're like, we can't keep up yeah, with like, what the clientele that you're trying to attract we're at not, Mammoth Mountain. Yeah. You priced us out because we're we're considering where our money goes and it mm-hmm. should be going in the bank. You should be saving, you know, yeah. and that, that seemed like we were kind of being wasteful. So we made the decision to. Also, I just think it's highway robbery. I don't think it, that mammoth itself is worth $1,200 a season when we work a lot and we might get up there for like maybe 10 days on the hill. Yeah. I don't see my return. It's all, about, it here it's first. all about ROI, baby. So I'm worried that they're going <laughs> to have a real hard time, you know, this winter. Uh, I'm worried not, not just, just them, for the mountain, but the people. The people. That they work. Yeah, it's like, ugh. Yeah. They, they went through a really uh, bad time, I believe, in the 80s. Um, okay. I think there was an earthquake. Or, Is that when they got bought by? It was before that. Okay. Um, but I think that the, the town had turned into basically a ghost town. There's like signs. Mm-hmm as you're leaving town, like last one to leave, turn the lights out. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was that bad. And I'm not sure what the the main issue was, but they went through it there and it was already an established town. But just because you're established one, you know, for for one period of time doesn't mean that that industry is going to be there forever. You know, nothing's permanent with these outlier towns. Yeah. And if the, uh, the entertainment industry of skiing kind of peels back. Mm-hmm. If people are like, oh, I'm not going to spend as much this year because, you know, it's a... Well, it's going to be a tight year for a lot of people, I think. <clears throat> I believe so. I mean, even though we're still able to work and we make, you know, we can pay our bills and I feel very fortunate. It's been a leaner year for us also. Absolutely. So I think, I, I, I think it was just the beginning of us seeing what's going to become this. But I, I am excited that it is the winter season. Yeah. I think it would be great to get up the ski hill. Am I going to get up the ski hill? No. Because I just don't think it's safe. Yeah. I think that um, when you hear about people that have little travel vans or motorhomes, mm-hmm. kind of makes sense then if you wanted to go to the ski hill, because if you could park right at, you know, at Mammoth at Mills or something, yeah, you could park in the parking lot there and you wouldn't have to go into the building to use the restroom or to grab a, you know, a snack yeah, or whatnot. Yeah, you have like your little Your camper. trailer is, is right there. I think that's kind of how a lot of people are going to start to roll. I bet you well, that little camper industry is on fire. I would assume so. There's a lot of industries that I think have benefited from what what's happened this year. Definitely a shift in people's priorities. Yeah, it's interesting. Know? But yeah, I mean, that's my issue is like, 
also it's a couple of things first of all like it's almost like you knew buy a ticket to get into disneyland it's like you're paying for the disneyland experience but that it's all encompassing it's not just oh i just want to go on space mountain yeah even though that's the best don't at me so there's also the fact that i want to eat some of that food i want to get the dole whip i want to do these things i want to see these people right i want to get pictures with mickey mouse or whatever it's a whole shebang that you're paying for and for mammoth it's like yeah the mountain is the main event like i want to go snowboarding but a huge part of what we enjoy is like the camaraderie yeah and you get to hang out like okay we'll meet at mills at at 1 30 you know we'll have some lunch and have a beer and hang out fantastic and then you sit out on that patio and like watch people coming down the mountain and i think that's the that's the fun part as well as the mountain but it's like it's a playground it's leisure like if i could and the outposts like uh, all that's one of my favorite runs and they have the chili and the hot cocoa and stuff and that deck yeah that deck is awesome so anyway i think that my favorite run not my favorite but one of my favorite runs is Mm -hmm. leads you right to that yeah that big wide open one you can really get going fast yeah i mean i like that you like the rougher one well I, I, I want to talk about that too. Sean some has point. an app <laughs> and he likes to go fast. Well, it would, it was the mammoth app. Um, oh, at really? first they had one that was not the mammoth app, but it would mm-hmm. track you with your cell phone and it was a little crude. So it didn't really get all your data points down, but the data points are so good now that they can track how fast you're moving and your, your turns are really. And how high you've gone up and all everything. elevation, all like sorts it, of stuff. It maps out your whole run. Sean needs better health insurance. <laughs> But I was really, I thought, what an amazing technology. And I wanted to test it. And, there, you know, you know me, I don't speed on a, on a busy freeway. No, he's actually a very cautious, cautious driver, but not I'm cautious, cautious about everything. But no, snowboarding, I'm, I'm cautious. But for this, I was like, I'm just going to open what it up. What happens when you do this with your neck? It makes a crunching noise <laughs> that you can't hear, but I can hear it. You don't hear it, right? Also, so I wanted to test it out. So I was testing it and I thought the speed was pretty accurate, just mm-hmm. puttering along. And then I did some erratic, like speed, you know, accelerate a little bit and then slow down. Sean does that anyway. He'll go fast and he'll stop for a bit and then go fast and stop. Yeah. And so I I was checking it out and it seemed to be very accurate. I'm like Pepe Le Pew and you're like the cat in this story. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, always just just slow and steady. You're like, okay, continue. No, I mean, that's <laughs> not how I would describe our snowboarding, but uh, if that is the way you like it, you know. I made myself the skunk, so. Yeah. True, but your snowboarding does not stink. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, it looked really accurate. And mm-hmm. uh, I do have a, uh, I have some skill snowboarding. I'm not like yeah, a, Sean's I'm not actually bad, very good. Uh, but I'm not phenomenal. And so I know my limits. And I had a new He's snowboard. He's very good. I am not. Yeah, I think you're pretty good, actually. I'm like barely intermediate. <laughs> so this new board, I'm really excited. I'm going to test it out. Um, it's like having a a very fast motorcycle uh, and an open freeway. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going to test it out, but I'm not going to put myself in danger. And this is part of Mammoth Mountain over that runs into Outpost. What would you say? Is it Chair, Chair 13? 13. So there's, it's a wide. It's beautiful. It's, it's, a, it's my favorite part of the mountain. Because it's really, really wide. So you have plenty of space. You're, you're not going to run into You're looking out towards the Sawtooth Mountains. It's beautiful. It's, like, it's, it's just... Yeah. Also, you're coming down. You're really high up on the mountain. You've you've come, come down from the gondola, like all the way up, you know? There's a spider on our ceiling. I see him running by the light. The light. Um, anyway, 
you come down and it's really wide and it's also a nice it's not crazy steep because no. I don't like it. And also the side of the mountain that it's on, it tends to be more fluffy snow. Yep. So it's all things. It's a perfect mountain. Perfect. It really is beautiful, right? Yeah. But that part is like, it's, oh, yeah. if the heavens have shown down and give us that perfect run. If you want to uh, put your foot on the gas pedal and go for a whirl, this is a great place to do it. It's it really safe. Is. It's wide open. Yep. There is a section, however, that makes you feel just for a second like your butthole puckers up, you know, because I don't know that feeling, but it, yes, it's so, I don't like, go that fast. It's as if you're, you're a grand slalom skier, you know, and you're living like the glory of, you know what I mean? Like it so just, why for, would your butthole pucker? It's, it, it's such a tense moment when you crest over the ridge. Um, oh, before you kind of head into it. Right. Nice. When you drop into the speed zone. It's like you, you get a little air and See, he you're goes flying. way faster than I do. I'm like, I don't know speed zones or and dropping like, in. I'm just like. Da, 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 oh, it's my own made up words. Da, da, People at Snowboard are like, what is this guy talking about? I, well, I'm not talking your language. I'm saying I don't go fast enough to scare myself. Right. No, no, I'm just saying like people who are listening who snowboard are like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, I'm sure. Whatever. But to me, like this is the spot where, you know, you just. the spot. You just fly. And so I get to the bottom and. I'm eager to check the the data. So I get myself a coffee um, at Outpost. Mm -hmm. Just kick back. I've got my board off. I'd been working pretty hard for it. And uh, I looked at the speed and it gave me 72 miles an hour on that section. Do you believe it? Yes. I do. I certainly believe. <laughs> based so on, yeah, how, Did you catch how a bug I felt. or two? No, but it was really like, uh, it was pretty interesting because uh, on a motorcycle, you're on flat ground. Usually you're not going downhill like that. Um, I mean, you can go downhill, but it's never like a ski hill that you're going downhill. Yeah. Uh, but you kind of get a sense for how quickly things are moving past you at a certain speed mm. uh, from like, being on a motorcycle where it's open. And yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it was right around there. I think it's pretty accurate, uh, which I, I never done since then. Cause I, I realize that's not the smartest thing. I go probably 10. No, when you're flying, you're like doing, Easily 35. I don't fly, like, really. I've seen you jump through the air, do a pirouette one. We told the story of how 20. I spun around and went between the two trees. Yeah. Joe's like, Joe's so supportive. You got this, Katie. Just just lean into it. Just cut that line. He's a great coach. And I go and I, ow, I spin out. It was really fun. He was so like, you got it. And then we just laughed. And I was like, stop fucking filming, Sean. Help, help a lady. We've had so many good memories up there, though, over the years. I know. We got engaged up there. Even before getting engaged. Like, we, yep. we took a weekend up there. Joe came along, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, we went mountain biking. That was right when we first started dating. Yeah. Because we started dating at the end of June, and that was in August. And he his family had the one-bedroom uh, condo. Mm -hmm. So he's like, hey, it, why don't we go canyon? up there? Uh, Eagle? Eagle. You're yeah, right. Was I was going to say canyon. I was like, that's not right. It's it Eagle. was at Eagle. And... It was a great little place. They used to, at one point, uh, they had had like four different properties, yeah, a bunch of different properties. dotting that hillside. It was great. Yeah, there was the three bedroom, so the two, fun. you know. The blah, house. Blah, blah. Oh, the house and the golf course. The golf course house, yeah. yeah that they, was so nice. It was but, It was really interesting to see that, that town from the way, uh, as best I can de describe it, a wealthy person experiences a resort, you know, uh, yeah. because we had the amenities. Joe's family uh, mm -hmm. had money. Um, we had the amenities or access to yeah. And I thought that was wonderful because we wouldn't have been able to exp afford that experience. I think I kind of missed a lot of that because by the time they, I came into the picture, they were already starting to sell things off. But we did go to Eagle and stay there once. We yeah. stayed at the house, the golf course house once. Um, but yeah, what a great mountain. 
it really is. It's a great resort. And I hope that they, that, uh, financially that the, the company figures it out or the town figures it out. Um, you just, you hate to see little towns suffer. Totally. But a funny story, excuse me, I have a tickle. Funny story about that part of the mountain, because I don't want to talk about that without telling this story, is that it gets really windy at the top. Does it ever? So sometimes when you get off the gondola and you're at the very top of Mammoth, it's beautiful view, and it, but it can be like crazy where you're like, you're shouting each other because you can't really hear because the wind is whipping. You're like, okay, so we're going to take down the, we're going to go down that edge. We're going to do that. We're going to cut back down here. You know, we're trying to figure out, okay, we'll meet up at Outpost, let's say. So you're going to go down the backside. Right? Am I yeah. saying that right? Yeah. So I get, I just follow Sean usually on everything when it comes to the mountain. Um, anyway, you shout everything and we're with Nichols and Sean and I, and I think Joe and them were there. But I think Joe and Jess were like on another part of the mountain and we were going to meet up at outpost and you sit at the top. So if you're a snowboarder, you don't have your board on cause you come off the gondola. So it means you've taken it off and you put it on the outside of the gondola and you go up now for, for perspective though, this is like the top of the world. It's a really tall mountain. It's like 10,000 feet or something. Uh, I think it's like 11,400 or I don't something know. Something like that. So it's you're, it's you're a big one. Very high up. And the wind can whip across it where it looks like ice almost like this. The snow is like fluttering across as it moves. It's just magical. It's it's really crazy. And so we're, you know, you sit down to put your board on and the wind almost pulls our boards off, like flow, like yeah. shoots them off into the abyss. But we get them on. And we get going and there's kind of like a flat area in there. If you go down the backside of Mammoth. This is basically the moment before they're shutting down the mountain for it being unsafe because the wind level is just ripping and they're like, okay, it's, it's going to get bad here. We got to get people off. Yeah. The you have to, you have to keep moving down. So they there shut. we are at the top. It's almost like the closing of the mountain too, where you're like, you feel like it's like not an avalanche coming after you. Cause that's like terrifying, but it's like, you have to get off and there's no going back. Like you yeah. have to make your way down anyway. So we make it down a little bit and it gets really flat. And so Sean and I like take one of one foot out and we're like going along and then we get on and we head back down towards outpost. Sean Nichols doesn't come for a long time and we don't know where he's at. Were you thinking of a different story? No, no. That's okay. And so we're, I just didn't want to rat on him. I just just <laughs> so, going to him here. So we're, we're like, it's just a funny story. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. And I think he'd laugh. Um, now, looking back, maybe not. I don't know. We talked about Sean previously uh, on previous episodes uh, where he was in his underwear in the driveway and uh, he had oh, a little blow yes. dart gun trying mm-hmm. to uh, trying to get rid of a bird that was making, it was a, a night bird. Yeah, the night night yeah. bird. Sean's a good friend of ours. He's a really uh, good friend of ours. Yeah. But anyway, so we're waiting at the outpost forever. I got like a B-52 coffee. That's why I don't know if they were completely closing it because we weren't being rushed out of there. No. So anyway, we were just kind of waiting and then we're like, man, where is he? And then sure enough, he shows up and he's like cussing up a storm. He's like, motherfucking piece of shit. God damn it. Gotta get and we're like, what happened, dude? Like, where have you been? And he's like, fucking sat down. The wind took my board off to the side. And there's nothing worse than being on a mountain and having the wind take your board away. <laughs> the way he described it is, is priceless, though. He's, it was so good. Just ripped it out of my hands. Yeah. And it went. And so then he had, yeah, it was. Because he, he said it like pulled it from his hands as he was trying to put it on. But his, like it flew like a kite through the air, you know, like. In his, in his. Very reenact- fast and got small very quick. Like it flew away. And he was like, motherfucker. So he had to go like hiking or, I mean, he didn't even have snowshoes. Oh. 
homeboy had to like hike after said board that flew into the abyss and yeah you didn't want to laugh at him because he was so upset but you really wanted to laugh because he could have got lost in hindsight i mean that's how people you know you, you wander yeah. off into the woods yeah i mean we called him he had his phone on him i don't remember if it rang or what was going no, on No, he didn't answer but he was he was very pissy needless to say and those he was are the like, moments that make for friendship though like i think that night he's we, like i just want to go back to the place i just want to let's just go and we're and we're like well do you want to snowboard down i don't want to but i will I'll just put it on let's just fucking get off this mountain he would just had it it was done yeah that's my best impersonation hey, that, of sean it's pretty good i don't know he uh he fought a valiant fight that day and i don't fault him because he was out there doing it you know mm -hmm. and i think that's the difference between sitting around which we've been doing with the pandemic and yeah. you know going and doing outdoorsy things even if you're not winning you know like you, his snowboard blew away and he had to go find it in the woods and it must have been scary i bet he was scared well, you know like also you don't want to fall into a wood like a tree a well tree well i mean you don't want to do you that. don't it's mess like, around on that mountain it's it's the real deal but and Nichols they have isn't vents, a dummy like either yeah, gas vents there are but they're People, marked off usually but. they they put little signs that say don't uh don't fall asleep on the side of the trail mm -hmm. if you don't know what we're talking about uh mammoth is an active a geologically active area um, so, Meaning it has these big caverns because it's kind of like an active volcano, but not a volcano, but it like releases. Yeah. So there's, there's a uh, carbon, carbon hot, hot pools, you know, yeah. um, or hot pe springs. People fallen into them and died and it's very sad and they, they have to, can't get them out. But anyway, Nichols made it. It was okay. But it reminds me of the time I remember when I was learning to ski before I whacked myself in the head and had to get stitches and was done with skiing for a season or two. I lost my ski. Cause you know, when you're like, you wipe out, you lose something or whatever. And I remember, uh, I don't know if it was a stick or a ski or even a hat. It was just some article of something that I needed. And it was up on the mountain. Cause I'd gone fat past it. And I was like, Oh no. Yeah. That's the worst. And I remember, you know, you stick your stick in the back of your ski to pop the last ski off. I was like, fuck, can I push? And right as I had done that, some wonderful angel from the heavens swooped down to pick it up and said, Hey, it looks like you need this. And I was like, Oh, people on the mountain are so nice. I could really get into this. Yeah. Right. It was and amazing. that's, that's kind of the fun of it. Like you, yeah. once you start get, I know when people are, are worried about, Hey, I've never been before. You know, that is a little tough to, to overcome starting a new sport, but getting on a hill and the sense of community, you're all doing yeah. an outdoor activity. You're all uh, exploring terrain, it's expressing, really expressing yourself. It's like a different type of dance, right? Like you're, well, you've got a style that you develop. There's something to that like exhaxion from a full day on the mountain when you're oh, like yeah. tired and you want to get a burger and a beer and you just want to chill out. Oh. And just for clarification, if people didn't understand, because if you're not a snow sport person, you wouldn't know what I was talking about. When you drop something uh, up above you and you have gone past it you have to take off your snowboard or your skis and you have to climb up which sounds easy because you're like well it's only just like you know 30 yards up the mountain that's a long way when you're climbing in deep snow in boots because you forget that they pump snow onto the mountain and they fluff it up and they groom it it's not the easiest don't forget about the snow that falls from the sky too There's well, that i'm just snow. saying that like it's a lot of snow it's a lot of snow and it's like you're sweating it, it's a crazy workout to have to like walk uphill against something like you that. Know, so I always thought that the amount of snow that I'd seen in different places, cause I've been around mm -hmm. uh, different ski resorts. I always thought, Oh, 
<clears throat> California, you know, there's no way that they have that much snow. I had no idea what happens in the, the Sierras. Sierras. Yeah. Just amazing snowfall. Like, well, yeah, because Big Bear and Mountain High, they don't get as much snow. No, 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 no. But these are like but... some of the biggest snow dumps in North America every year. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Um, and just to be able to to go up there and, yeah. and experience it when there's fresh snow or and just the shenanigans that go along with it. You know? it's, we always have a good time. Yeah. It's so funny. And then at night, we'll like cook up some lasagna or something and play a card game. Or Remember, yeah. remember that time that uh, Joe, it was before, so our friends Joe and Jess got married, but before they were married, they were just dating. And remember, he told her to sit down and there was no chair or something. <laughs> and, <laughs> we were playing Moose. Yeah, I've Do you got, remember Moose? I have that. <gasps> Such a fun game. Yeah, it was All you great. need is an ice cube tray and some quarters. Yep. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant game. Maybe we'll have to play that maybe next month. We should. A little game of moose. Just for fun. Yeah. We have to get the gang back together. Yeah, just not over a darn Skype session. You don't want a Zoom, Sean? No, I don't want a Zoom. Hey, we should we should hang out in Zoom. You're like, yeah, we should. It's it's cool. It's, it's nice, but... I know. We have gotten together with a couple of friends. Yeah. We saw Matt and Rebecca... We saw Shane and Ryland. Yeah, but that's because those people isolate. Yeah, and don't and see get anyone. tested and stuff. And then we so, saw Alexa, and, and Matt. that's that's within all yeah. within a short period of time here. So, yeah, but we've only seen a few. <sighs> well, that's that's uh, all. That's it. This it's was another Saturday. Friday. No, it's Saturday. I know, but it's but Friday, it's Friday right for now. you. Hey, out of sight. Out of sight. Yeah. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your weekend. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Until next week, Until we bid you adieu. We bid you adieu. Indeed, do. Indeed, do. Okay. Sayonara. Bye. Bye.